Hello, this is Miguel from Camden, New Jersey, and you are listening to the Viceroys of Video Games, the Thumbstick Athletes. Welcome, everyone, to episode 186 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Today's topic is on the new 3DS XL. It just came out today, so uh, we're taking a chance and uh, giving our impressions and thoughts on it so far. <laughs> but really, like, the system's been out for a while. This has just got a few updates, so we'll fill you in on those updates. And uh, we'll also talk about some of the – if you're new to the system, we'll also talk about some of the games that you should be looking at getting. We – we specifically know of a couple listeners of ours that are uh, either getting one soon or already have one and, and want some game recommendations, so we're going to be talking about that, too. Uh, today's date is Friday, February 13th, 2015. Uh, Nintendo release day is on Friday. It still feels weird, even all I, these years this, later. I still like it more. Do you? Yeah. I, don't, I do, too. I don't, have a, I don't have a preference, but it's just it feels weird, you know, to pick something up on a Friday and have the weekend to let it sit around well i'm generally in a better mood on fridays because of the weekend gotcha and then when you get that added little perk of having a video game something or other yeah it's nice it's a good feeling i hear you okay uh teasers anybody have anything you want to tease for later on in the episode yeah uh, i played some of monster hunter 4 ultimate for 3ds so that's new uh, i played brothers for four in february I played Bayonetta 2 I started for mm-hmm. 4 in February, a little more Grim Fandango, and I think that's it. Nice. Wait, that is not it. I played more of the Battlefield Hardline beta. Excellent. So, yes. Okay, what about you, Will? Uh, 4 in February stuff and also Evolve. A little bit, a little bit of, a little bit of Evolve? Yes, Excellent. very little. Okay, very little. Yeah. Nice. Corey, what about you? Uh, nothing really new for me. Like Eric, I played probably... 30 minutes of Monster Hunter. I don't know how far oh, you, you got, got into Monster it, Eric. Hunter? Huh? You got it. Yeah. Good. The multiplayer, I almost didn't. The multiplayer is supposed to be really good. Oh, I wish I could use it. Well, <laughs> we'll one, talk about one that. One day. <laughs> maybe this time next year. <laughs> At some point. Yeah. Uh, also, a lot more Hearthstone, guys. So, look forward to that. <laughs> can't uh, fucking wait. What's that? Just get into it now. I can't wait. <laughs> I could do a whole episode on Hearthstone. You, you could do a whole podcast on Hearthstone. I really should. It sucks though because for how much I play that game, like I don't even compare to the people who are like really into it. Is it is your deck just not as good as theirs or Uh a lot of, well a lot of it is just t- it depends on if you want to spend the money, of course, you yeah. can have all the legendary cards and build a good deck. Mm-hmm. Um but you could do it my way and not spend a dime on it uh and just try and make new decks that people haven't seen before which works sometimes and other times doesn't but i'll talk more about that later Uh, and then my four in february games knights of the old republic i finally got into pretty heavily and then i played a little bit of deus ex human revolution uh also for four in february sounds good 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, the only things I have to talk about are, are more four in February too. Uh, Dust and Elysian Tale, and then what's its face? Lord of the Rings: War in the North. I have a little bit to talk about too. So, uh, Nibble Bits. Corey, you want to get started with Nibble Bits? I would love to. Uh, I'm very excited for this one. Bethesda will host its own press conference at E3 this summer. First time ever for them. They've never done it before, going the way of EA and Ubisoft, the publishers hosting their own press conferences. Uh, A lot of people, including myself, anticipate some big announcements. Uh, Why else would you host your own press conference at E3? They must have a lot to share. And I'm hoping for some Fallout 4. Yeah. Maybe a little Elder Scrolls 6. Elder Scrolls 6, huh? Too soon for that? Uh, yeah, I think that's kind of bold. I wish we'll, it was that we'll, instead of we'll Fallout. See. I think it could be both. I could see some some lengthy Fallout information and then like a little Elder Scrolls 6 teaser or something. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. Yeah, with, with Elder Scrolls coming in like two years. Yeah, because yeah. how far out are we from Skyrim? 2012? 11. 11, I think. 11. Yeah, so we're, it's four, year four. In November. When did that game come out? November, October? November. I thought maybe a Skyrim remaster instead. <gasps> Ooh. That would tickle my, my fuzzies. Yeah, that's what I thought. Instead of them doing a... Eh. Yeah, see, I, I didn't... I don't think I played it as much as you did, Corey. Well, that and... Yeah, that and I've been playing with right. mods and stuff on the PC, so... Yeah. A, a remaster wouldn't... wouldn't do, yeah, it wouldn't do anything for you. <laughs> but for those people that... Play, just played on console when it came out. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah a remaster on console would be would be a great idea. And then there's more speculation for Dishonored Two, which I think is inevitable. Yeah, at some point. You okay. guys excited for that? Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see what they'll do with it. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Bravely Default, the sequel has a title, and it is Bravely Second End Layer, as it is known in Japan. Uh, April 23rd it comes out in Japan no word on uh, western release but that's also probably inevitable so oh, yeah. they sold over a million copies over here of, of yeah. Bravely Default just in the US which is good how do you feel about the name Bravely Second End Lair eh, it doesn't matter it's, it's fine it's about as dumb as the first one I yeah the full flying fairy was the subtitle for the first one. Oh, was it? I didn't know there was a subtitle. Bra- Bravely Default uh, flying, uh, flying Fairy. Yeah. I think the old Bravely Default thing is stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's the, that's a dumb <laughs> name. It is a strange <laughs> name, I agree. It's a strange concept. Like, yeah. during battle. Yeah, yeah. yeah what, does it, what does that mean? Braving and defaulting. The, Eric, the game explains it all. You got to gotta play the mechanics bro i'm not gonna fucking play that game again <clears throat> as much as i liked it, i probably wouldn't play it again either too long yeah i mean i played the first six hours or whatever just to see what it was all about and then once i started seeing the grind i quickly put it down this is why i'm a little bit scared of majora's mask is because you kind of you have to repeat stuff in it Oof. and that's that's why i didn't want to get it I ended up getting it because I'm an idiot, <laughs> but that's why I'm a bit nervous about it. Right. At least you have Monster Hunter. Well, that's a grind, but I'm, I've found that I'm enjoying the grind, so. Okay. Good. Whatever. We'll have to play together. Oh, dude, I can't wait. I'm happy you got it. I was wondering if anybody got it. Yes, sir, I did. Once we can figure out how to get the system up and running, and uh, we got to add friends. Uh-huh. So. 
which should have been done years ago, but it's such a hassle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like procrastinating on an essay or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the effort that you have to put into it isn't worth it. Uh, new Hearthstone adventure coming in April. This is according to a report from a Blizzard insider. Uh, the article was posted on Yahoo Finance. Apparently, it will be player versus environment, like the Nax content. Um, but there is also, and I don't know, did I talk about this on this podcast or was it to somebody else? They're experimenting with two v two. Did I did I call that on this podcast? I don't I know. Don't know. I know that I. I... Heard it somewhere, but I feel like I read it on the internet. Yeah. Um, yep. I figure. I mean, if they're if they're doing the whole Magic the Gathering thing, a big thing in Magic the Gathering is two v two, and then there's like I forget what it's called, like three headed monster or something like that. But I, I think we'll see more of those kind of game modes. Two two v two would be a lot of fun, and it would totally change up the game in a lot of ways. And I think that's that's necessary. Uh, also coming out of that report, uh, Hearthstone has passed surpassed. 75 million players. Wow. Jeepers. Which is a lot. That's a handful. I'll say. Um, And another little tidbit, Will, you might be interested to hear this, that the Blizzard execs have low expectations for Heroes of the Storm. I also heard that that was not true. That whole report or just that part of it? That whole report. What do you Um, mean low expectations? uh, I don't know. All it said was... I can call up the report, but that's all. No, uh, don't worry about it. There, it wasn't explained. It was just that execs, execs have low expectations for the game. Yeah, because that report that – I don't know if it's that specific report, but I heard that in something else, and they also said that they didn't think Hearthstone did that well, which is obviously not true. Well, I, I honestly I – could, I could see 75 million players in Hearthstone, probably not active, regular players, but people who have you know signed up and played – yeah, I mean, you could count me in that group. Yeah, and how much yeah. money have they made, though, from that game? I yeah, play, it's ridiculous. I played a game of Hearthstone, I think, since the last time I recorded. Oh, nice. I played one match on my tablet. You going to tell me about it? Later. I, I won. I don't remember what happened specifically. Nice. I played one, and then I was like, okay. I was uh, going to play today while I was waiting for my uh, – waiting in the online – I guess line for my Nintendo chat support today for my 3DS, but it took up the whole screen, and I wasn't about to try and minimize it. Alt Enter, Eric. That's yeah. it. Well, I don't know those tricks, Corey, so I said fuck it and turned it off. <laughs> okay. But I did turn it on for a second. That's good. The thought was there. It was. <laughs> um, I played a game with one of my good friends who just got an iPad and, and uh, was interested in Hearthstone, and I let him win. I did the old. Let him win to goad him in to keep playing. Yeah. Did it work? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how often he plays, but I, I did let him win. Hmm. So. Huh. But anyway, um, that's all I have for Nibble Bits. Okay. I'll go next. Uh, I only have one, unfortunately. Um, the day uh, took a turn for the worse. <laughs> uh, I'll talk about it later. Uh, Dying Light is adding a hard mode which includes ramped-up nightmare difficulty, deadlier and more vicious foes, increased need for stealth and silence, and scarce resources and supplies. And the best part is all that stuff is free. So uh, if you've gotten good at Dying Light, you can add increased difficulty to your to your game by downloading the hard mode for free, which is nice. I want to play that game so bad. It's good. Me too. Yeah. That's I... all I want to play. Having to play these 
four in February games just let's, sucks. Let's <laughs> save that for later. Yeah. Save that chat for later. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, and that's my only nibble bet. So, Will, what do you got? My first one is that Xseed is releasing Story of Seasons on March 31st. Now, Story of Seasons is the other Harvest Moon game, Farming Simulator, that's supposedly better than the new Harvest Moon. Uh, the new Harvest Moon kind of sucked. I didn't really like it. Um, Corey, any interest in that one? I know you like the Harvest Moon games. Yeah, I've had my eye on it for a while, for sure. That's one of the reasons I got a new 3DS. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not one of the reasons I got a new 3DS. That's why I... Uh, Held on to your 3DS? Yeah, maintained owning a 3DS, because I was ready to get rid of it. Okay. You too, Eric? You're interested? Yeah, I've always, I have a soft spot for Harvest Moon. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll be interested. Dan, you going in on it? I'll probably get it. All right. When's that out? March 31st. Yeah, it won't be in March if I get it. Yeah. It was supposed to come out this month, but then it never did. <laughs> it I'm wouldn't getting, have been this month either. <laughs> I'm getting codenamed Steam, so we'll have to see. Oof. When's that come out again? March 11th or 17th. Did anybody play the demo? No. For Codename Steam? Yeah. Is it still out? Yeah, I saw it in the eShop today. Oh, shit. I'll download it and play it for next week. Yeah. Can you use the eShop right now? <laughs> no. Uh, yes. I couldn't. <laughs> Wait. I could use it. I couldn't actually download anything, though. Because I purchased a theme. I don't know. Maybe that's different. I, I'm i pretty sure I tried to download Codename Steam. The themes and... are not in the eShop, I don't think. There you go. Which is weird. Yeah. There's the rub. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, my next one is the Lost Vikings were added to Heroes of the Storm. They're kind of a cool hero. They're three and one. You can control all three of them as one or separately. So that's for the guys who want to really, you know, micromanage different heroes at once. Wait, wait. Explain it like I'm five. Okay, so, <laughs> you know, in, in this game, you control one hero. Uh-huh. But in this one, you can either do all three as one hero, or you can separate them and send them to different spots on the map to do different tasks. Oh, okay. So when you when you play as the Lost Vikings, you're playing as all three? Yeah, you can. You Like, if you press one, you control Olaf. Or if you press two, you control, I don't know, the other, Eric. Or if you press three, you control the other one. But if you press four, they all come into a group. And then you... Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and they're a little weaker solo than they are together. But I know you asked about them, Cora, when you got into the beta. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're in, along with the new patch where everybody acted like the world was ending uh, with the new patch because characters got nerfed. <laughs> oh, jeez. What do they expect? It's a beta. Blizzard doesn't know what they're doing. Blizzard's oh, awful okay. at polishing. Um, oh, okay. What other? They were being ridiculous. I kind of feel their pain a little bit. Oh, just a little bit. When I when I played a lot of Guild Wars too, my my build got nerfed. Yeah. Uh, they nerfed the static or uh, static discharge, which does confusion damage. Yeah. Which means when the other person used their special abilities, they got hurt, and they cut that damage by like a third. Yeah. So it pretty much invalidated my entire build. Yeah, but the thing with this is that, like, I realized, like, if you buy a hero and it's nerfed, it actually happened to me. I bought a hero, then it got nerfed. Uh, Brightwing was the hero, but like, it's just gonna get buffed again in the future. Right. Whatever. I, I mean, it. It's a beta, everybody. It's closed. <laughs> Relax. Yeah, I was gonna say that was in the. Don't, in the full game. Don't get so angry over Blizzard for no reason. No, this is why we can't have nice things. Exactly. This is Very why true. I never want to ever do anything video game developer wise. 
Okay. I, I get so frustrated listening to people bitch about everything. Oh. If you can just, see the reaction of some of those people. This is why I don't go on the internet and look at stuff. What is that? Dirty Jobs show should do video game developer. <laughs> then you get some real bitching. <laughs> yeah. That's all I had, though. Okay. What do you got, Eric? Oh, Dan, I actually, uh, I've got four here today. Well, if my computer decides that it wants to run for me. It's a bad tech day. Dude, it really is. Uh, first one, Battlefield Hardline beta hit over 6 million players, which is more than the Destiny beta had. Wow. wow. Which I was really surprised at. I'll add PC onto consoles, probably. That's where the numbers are. True, Dan. I guess. Hey, Dan always tells me why, because I don't <laughs> think. Um, Dan, I tweeted this one mostly for you. The Guild Wars 2 writer has left to join Bungie. Nice. Do you think that spells great things for Destiny? Uh... I mean, I've heard Destiny has good lore. They just didn't put it in, put it into the game very well, <laughs> or at all. Um, so yeah, I mean that that's probably going to help. One of the things that uh, I thought Guild Wars did nicely was was tell their story and fill it in with bits of lore. And and when you explored the the world, you know, getting bits of lore from that too. Cool. Did you ever read that book, Dan? That Guild Wars book? I think no, I gave it to you. No, I still have it. It's a it's a good read. Yeah, Guild Wars does have good good lore. Yeah, it does. I agree. Um, my next one, the first trailer came out for Just Cause 3 today. Did anybody watch it? I forgot to watch it. It's, it's to. a bad trailer. Oh, is it? Don't watch it. It's just a bunch of, like, fire in a car okay. going through it. Um, but, nonetheless, I am excited for this game. Um, but the biggest news to come out of that trailer is that it has a holiday 2015 release window. Which probably means early 2016. Yeah, yeah, they'll push it back. But that's fine. Whatever. I'm yeah. sure there will be plenty to get this holiday season. But that's cool. Uh, I'm excited for that game. I do want to play Just Cause 2 at some point this year. Uh-huh. Did and Dan end up having that on us for yeah. February? Yes, I do. D- did I pick that one? Yeah. That's right. You know, it's funny because I was thinking to myself today, I wish I had picked Just Cause 2 for Dan. Uh-huh. But it turns out did. I did. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, and my last one, uh, there's a Day 1 Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate patch that gives you a bunch of free DLC goodies to help you get get off on the right foot. It's called the Starter Pack. Um, I guess the, the way that this works is you have to make make your hunter in the game, download the patch from the eShop, go to your house in the game, talk to your housekeeper, which is a cat, and then uh, go to the downloadable content to, to get your supplies, which is what I couldn't do because of things that we're going to talk about. Um, but anyway, it includes like uh, potions and honey and just like all, all of these different kind of bombs and stuff like that. You get quite a bit of, of stuff in there. So that was cool. It I think that they, they said they were kind of trying to make this one a little more accessible for new players, and I think that was just one of the ways that they did it. Um, so that's pretty cool. And that's that's why I was a little bit frustrated today, because I wanted to get my package since I was new to the game. Is, um, it, is it only for today, or can you can you get will you be able to get it? Oh, whenever? no, no. I think it, you can get it whenever, oh, Okay, I wanted it today. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, new system, new right. game. You wanted to take Use advantage. It. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did. So, yeah. That's it for my nibble bits. Okay. How was your week, Eric? Uh, my week was all right. I had my birthday, so that was good. I turned 31 this year. I uh, ha- had a good day. Went and saw American Sniper. Um, I really liked that movie a lot. Corey, have you seen it? Not yet. Planning on it? Yeah. All right. I'll be interested to hear what you think. We usually mm-hmm. have the same opinion on movies and stuff. So, uh, I really liked it a lot. And it, the one of the things that I, I distinctly noticed... 
at the end of the movie, and I don't want to ruin this for you, Corey. I, this isn't a spoiler or anything like that, but just see if you notice this too when you do go see it. Okay. Everybody was like dead silent and took an extra 30 to 60 seconds to get out of their chair from any other movie I've ever been to. Uh-huh. Like, people were there together, but nobody said anything to each other. It was the weirdest thing and the most awesome thing. Uh-huh. Um, I, I almost cried a couple of times during the movie. Probably would if I watched it again. Um, I didn't know about the ending to it, and I'm not going to talk about it just in case anybody else doesn't know either. Uh, mostly, because, I think I know what you're talking about because yeah. one of my friends was like, did you know? And I was like, well, yeah, it was in the news. Yeah, well, I, I don't watch the news ever, so I yeah. had no idea. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, that sucks. But uh, anyway, really liked that movie a lot. I definitely recommend that people go see it. Um, what was Seth Rogen's problem? He said it glorified like war. Is that he what said he it, said? It, it, it reminded him of the Nazi propaganda war film that was in uh, Glorious Bastards. Yeah, and Glorious Bastards. He said it was like propaganda. That, that was his complaint about. I it. would have to completely disagree. Because a lot of the movie is based around the negative effects of war, like how it affects your family and how it affects your mind. Um, I, I really don't know. It, after watching it, not that I wanted to go to war anyway because I'm a big pussy and I would never join the military. Um, but especially after watching that, I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> never. Dude, no way. I'll just stay right here and let <laughs> real men protect me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, definitely recommend going to see that movie. It, it was really good. Um, moving on, uh, Arsenal, as I said, played Tottenham, uh, their biggest rival this past week did not go our way. Oh no. No, we we got up one nothing, but they just, I I didn't, I didn't like the way that they played that game. Their tactics were pretty shitty. I didn't think the coach really put a good game plan together for it, but, uh, wanted to congratulate our listener, Mike in Minnesota, who is a Tottenham fan. Uh Uh-huh. The only Tottenham fan I would congratulate. Gotcha. I don't necessarily know Mike, but I feel like I know Mike. Yeah. And I, he's a respectable guy, so yeah. I would congratulate him. Okay. But uh, I had to go to work after that game, and this guy came in wearing a Tottenham jersey, and I went over to him, and I said, you're lucky I don't have you thrown out of here for wearing that, and I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Still employed. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, I finished Transparent. On Amazon Prime, I man, did I bust through all that in a week? What a fucking great show! Can't oh, recommend it enough. It was it was it was so good. Just such a weird cast, like yep, just a weird bunch of people. Have you started watching it, Will? No, I haven't. Oh, shit. In that last episode, when they're all sitting around the table, oh man, great, it's so good. There, I just laugh at the dumbest stuff when I watch shows like that. Like just <laughs> the way that these people interact, and like I can't remember the the main character, uh, the dad who is now dressed like a female, he, he was doing something like getting something out of his teeth, but just the way that he was taking something out of his teeth and like hiding his face, like everybody was going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe he's picking at his teeth when he's sitting there dressed like a woman, which is what people would really be thinking about. But it was just so funny, the little things that are just so good. Nice. Um, so still, highly recommended. I just finished season one of Suits. I think I'm two episodes into season two. Still loving that show. Uh, season one was a real great cliffhanger, and I'm glad that I didn't have to wait to see what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like about binge-watching yeah. stuff when I actually watch stuff. Yeah, it would have sucked having to wait to see what happened there. Yeah. But uh, 
Uh, did you guys want to get into hockey now or later? Yeah, sure. Okay. Go so um, the Sabres, my favorite hockey team, for those that are new to the show, made two trades, uh, one rather large trade. Uh, brought in Evander Kane and Zach Bogosian. Is that how you say it? Yep. yep. From Winnipeg, and they traded Tyler Myers, Drew Stafford, uh, Brendan Lemieux, and was an army. Was it Armia? Yeah, yeah. It was Armia. Joel yes. Armia. Uh, Joel Armia was a first rounder a couple years ago. Brendan Lemieux was the second or third round pick this past year. Um, I was. I'm not thrilled with this trade and the and a first round pick. Uh, I'm not thrilled with this trade. I didn't want to give up on Myers yet. I still think he's got something, and I, I was a fan of Lemieux because he's a he's like a hard nosed type of player. He's like, he played like his dad. Yeah. yeah. So I was I was not thrilled. I was fine to see our army and Stafford go, but the other two not happy to lose them. And Evander Kane's kind of a prick. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's got a bad attitude. He's a good player, but he's got a bad attitude. Um, I don't know anything about Bogosian. I guess he's okay. He's an everyman. Yeah, he'll, he'll fill every every spot, whatever you need him to do. Yeah, Tyler Myers got hurt last night. Yeah, he did. The Predators. Did he? Shea Weber slap shot. <laughs> I read that a bunch Took of teams out. have already got a hold of Winnipeg to that want to trade for him. Really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? hard to tell you know I, obviously they're not playing for this season so uh you know vander kane could come back and light it up for him and it, you could say that, that next trade year was yeah. worth it. uh i it's, heard it's too early to tell i heard today that if the sabers do end up drafting mcdavid if they get the first overall pick that vander kane likes to have the puck a lot but mcdavid's going to be the one that's supposed to have the puck that could be an issue maybe they'll draft eichel i don't know yeah yeah <sighs> Well, I mean, you'd it, like to think that in that situation you're going to take the player who's supposed to be a generational player. Yeah, Vander Kane's not a generational player. Yeah. Vander Kane's about himself, though. He's a winger, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather play with, like, a Sidney Crosby type than worry about that? Yeah, probably. Jesus. You'd think. He's still young, though. I, I'm, He's 23. I wouldn't write him off. Maybe they'll put him on a line with Reinhardt. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, second line. Who knows? But, um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's early to tell, but initially I am not thrilled about that trade. And then they also traded Jonas Enroth, who was my favorite goalie on the team, and I've, I've always liked him, uh, to the Stars. And they got Anders Lindback, who used to play for the Predators, right? Yep. And Former Pred backup. A third-round pick that can turn into a second if the if the Stars win four playoff games. Um, so I'm rooting for the Stars. <laughs> but uh, good luck to Enroth. This, these moves have tank the year written all over them because Kane's out for the year. Yeah. Enroth was by far their best goalie. They got rid of their one of their better defensemen, and yeah, you know, Eric, I was uh, I was listening to the Merrick versus Wyshynski podcast, and they brought up a good point that I didn't even think of is is how sad it is that um, lost in this big trade was the fact that Stafford, who is a career saber, you know, that was he's done now, and it's like nobody's even mentioning it. He sucks. Yeah, <laughs> he's a he's not a good player. Yeah. It's he, just sad to me, you know. I don't he just very quietly left the team. And how long has he been there? He's been there a long time, but I don't honestly. I listen to Buffalo Sports Radio a lot, and they don't even talk about him either. They've been yeah. want, they've been ready to trade him for the past three trading deadlines. <laughs> he sucks. Poor guy. He's had like one good year. Yeah, and he got a contract, and he did nothing. Yeah, I don't know. You see, he's soft. He's just I, I, he's just not bringing anything to the table. Really, you learned from Thomas Vanek, eh? Pro- yeah. He tries harder than Thomas Vanek, though. Oh, that's good. 
I don't know, whatever. I wish him the best, but uh, I don't know. Not not too encouraged myself. I, I'm glad that we're tanking, though. Yeah. That's what they need. To, things are going according to plan. They've wanted Evander yep. Kane for a couple years now. There you so, go. So they got him. We'll see how it turns out. And if it's any consolation, Zach Bogosian's from New York. Oh, yeah. is he? Yeah, he is. Messina? Oh, yeah. Okay. I've been to yeah. Messina. Nice. I didn't know that. All right. How, is is Bogosian young? He was drafted when Myers was drafted, right? He's a young guy. He's probably he's younger. He's probably yeah. early twenties. Somebody 24. told me he was taken in the same draft as Myers, as the third mm-hmm. overall pick. Yeah, he was early. He was a, he was a first rounder. He was third overall, I think. And uh, yeah. you know, I mean, maybe he just needs to change the scenery. Maybe he'll pick it up. But if that works out, then you're looking at him, probably with Mark Pesic next year, who was a first round pick for the Sabers, and then. Ristolainen and Zadorov were both first rounders, so they could have a nice top four defensive. Yeah. Well, Bogosian was was a uh, top pairing defenseman for Winnipeg. Was yeah, he? Yeah. Yeah. With Enstrom. I guess he's going to be probably on the second pairing for the Sabers because they have had Ristolainen and Zadorov together the whole year. Oh. Uh, so. I don't think I've watched a single Saber game all year. Why would you? It's fun. Yeah. I enjoy it. They did outshoot the Senators the other night. Put what? up their highest shot total of the year. It was like 34. They lost, but couldn't sneak more than one past Laner. <laughs> nice. Well, on that news, my wife surprised me with tickets to go see the Sabres and Predators oh, next weekend. Dude, awesome. Yeah. Happy Valentine's so, Day, huh? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so I, I just hope they don't lose now. You know? <laughs> Man. I, you know, Are you shitting me? Well, Carter Hutton's going to be playing probably. Yeah, but Anders Lindback or Michael Neuvirth is yeah, going to be playing. Yeah, that's true. I just wonder if I'm going to get any of the bandwagon fan stuff, I bet. I don't know. Sabres I, hockey fans are pretty cool. Yeah, I, I haven't I haven't had any issues. The When we went last year, the people behind us were all real nice. Yeah. So I don't think you'll have any We're trouble. sitting like 10 rows from the ice, too. Wow. So tickets were like 30, 30-something dollars. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Where? StubHub. Damn. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess Nashville's probably not a huge draw. No, here. and and they're not having Buffalo's not having a good season either. Yeah. So there were a lot of people when I went to the Minnesota game. Oh, were they? I was surprised. Okay. This reminds me because me and my dad are going to a Ranger Sabers game in Buffalo. Where do you usually stay when you stay in Buffalo? Hotel wise. Yeah. You don't want to stay where I stay. No. Not unless you and your dad want a jacuzzi. <laughs> no. Because it's usually the lady and I. Yeah, and we get yeah. a ju- we get a jacuzzi room. Yeah, no, you I'm, probably don't want to. Will Airbnb, man? <laughs> Check it out. Yeah, I could. I'm not gonna set it up. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. Downtown Buffalo's is looking nicer though. Mm-hmm. So you'll find somewhere. Okay. Yeah, we're probably gonna hit up the Pearl Street beforehand and get grab a brew. Don't a get the sandwich. roast beef sandwich. No, I, I like burgers. Right. I get a burger. I have a few brews before the game. Nice. Good, so, man. That'll yeah. be fun. Yeah, we haven't had any time to ourselves, really, since my daughter's been born. Right. It's over a year. Good. So she she wanted to go, so I was sure. like, yeah. That's awesome. Yep. That's all I have for my week. Yeah, it's, that's it for me, too. What, we, what about you, Will? Uh, really just did four in February work. Really didn't do a whole lot this week. Okay. Yeah. Nice. What about you, Corey? What do you got? Will, did you watch The Walking Dead? No, I haven't watched the show, really, since um, we got rid of cable. Really? Yeah. You're not watching it at all? Nope. 
AMC is going to be on Sling TV now. I watch them when they go on Netflix. It's really good. That's what I've been hearing. Yeah, it's great. It's like ten times better than it used to be. When wait is the did the season finale happen yet? No, they were on the mid season break and it just uh, picked back up. Uh, yeah, second half of the season just started on Sunday. See, I would love to watch it, but I don't want to go to Amazon and pay for every episode. Ah, oh, man, there's there's websites out there where you can, uh, you know. But whenever I ask that question, <laughs> nobody has any idea what like websites. Well, I can't recommend any. On air. That would make me. That would put me on a list somewhere, and then Hollywood <laughs> will come after me and Sl- throw me in jail. Sling TV has uh, has AMC on it. That's the new court cable cutter program. Sling TV. Sling TV. It's got like ESPN, ESPN two. I think it's twenty bucks a month. What? AMC's on there. Okay. Yeah. Look wow. into it. Good quality. Yeah. Apparently, you can get on Roku, Fire TV. I think. AMC will probably have its own subscription service. Why soon, I love too. Dan. Yeah, he just knows these Dan things. Dan just has an answer. I follow tech closely. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's new. It just came out. Uh, it's been it had been in beta for a while. It just came out like maybe two weeks ago. I saw the app on the Sling or the I'm sorry the Fire TV yeah. stick. Yeah, I mean it's worth looking into. There's other channels that are on there too. I don't know specifically what, but twenty bucks is kind of steep. I know ESPN, ESPN two, AMC. There's like maybe why it's steep is because ESPN's. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's like six or eight other channels on there, but I think they're going to do like uh, eventually after they they've had it going for a little while, they're going to have different channels that you can get and pay for different packages and stuff. So yeah, which is what people have been asking for for a long time. It is, yeah. You said so. AMC Core is probably going to go subscription-based at some point, though? Yeah, because HBO is, and AMC has a tendency to follow HBO's lead. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of the uh, prime cable networks will have something similar to what HBO is doing. Although, people think that the HBO Go standalone subscription is going to be pretty expensive. Yeah. Okay. Because I think people would pay it. You know, yeah. yeah, that's true. Even if it's even twenty bucks a month, Just might be a little game. high, but I could see a lot of people paying that for their Game of Thrones and all their other programs that they watch. Yeah, as long as you can watch backlog stuff. Yeah, yeah, you can. It would just be what they have on HBO Go. That would be worth it for. I would pay for a few months and get caught up on Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know? Any of you I've, ever watch The Sopranos? My dad watched a few it right episodes. Now. I've seen a few episodes. I think that might be my next uh, venture. On Amazon Prime, it's a classic. Yeah, I always love mob mob stuff, so I yeah. pr- I probably really like it. You should play Mafia too. Yeah, it's a mob. Game, Maybe I guess. Do you have it? Yeah, it's on my right. catalog. <laughs> of course, I have it. Yes. Didn't you what a own dumb that question. Game, I had the first one on computer. I thought you had one on Xbox 360. Maybe. Oh, you had the Godfather game. That's what you had. Did I? I used to play it at your house. I don't know. Beats me. <laughs> All right, Corey, what do you got? Um, the Thumbstick Athletes Take Over the World campaign has had its first successes Whoa. in the form of... Uh, so if you don't know what the Thumbstick Athletes Takes Over the World campaign, it's a little initiative we launched trying to be downloaded in every country in the world recognized by Libsyn, which is our uh, podcast server. And that's based in the U.K., so I imagine the UK recognizes a few countries differently than the United States does, but who knows? Um, and we had 74 countries to go, uh, and the goal was to hit that, hit all those countries by episode 200. It's 
probably not very realistic considering most of the countries are in like Africa and countries like Cuba. And there's one uh, called the French Southern Antarctic Islands, which is there's no permanent civilization there. It's just scientists and military. So ones like that will be pretty difficult. But um, I checked this past week and we had gotten three more that we didn't have before. Uh, Belarus, Ecuador, and Kuwait. We all we had one download in each of those countries. So all right, thanks everyone. Thank you. Thanks to the Ecuadorians, the Belarusians, and the Kuwaitis. Nice. And I apologize <laughs> if I butchered the the form of uh, butchered and or offended. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that brings us down to seventy one to go. So if you know anybody in any of the countries, and um, I, there's a big list of all the countries on our website. Uh, you'd have to search for the article um, or check our social media because I reposted it this past week. Uh, there's an article in there that lists all the countries. So if you know anybody who's traveling in Africa or anything like that and they want to help us out, just direct them that direct them to that article and uh, all the information is in there. Yeah. So there's that. Um, I went to a Clinton Comics, what are they called? Utica Comets hockey game how was it it was it was a lot of fun i didn't realize the arena that they play in is the utica college arena really which i had been to before but it's so renovated in there that i didn't recognize it at all it's fairly small we got my girlfriend's dad is friends with one of the part owners so he got us uh tickets uh right on the center ice line like right on right at the bar where the walkway is, so there's you know no viewing obstructions or anything. Like that. Really nice seats, and he said it seated 3,800. But I have a really hard time believing it was 3,800 because it looks tiny compared to Broome County Veterans Memorial Arena, which is a small like arena, 4,500 people, 4,500. Yeah, and that's a small w- arena. Yeah, I would have guessed that this this Utica Arena was half the size. Huh. Um, but I don't. I mean, who knows for sure? Intimate it's setting. Really, it's really fun, and because one of the things I love about this area is that it's a big hockey area. Yeah. And uh, I'm seeing all these jerseys on the wall and posters of this guy named Horton, and I'm thinking, oh, that must be Tim Horton. And like, there's Canes, and I'm like, oh, Patrick Kane, maybe he played hockey here at some point. I don't know. Turns out it was a guy named Bill Horton. I don't know who Bill Horton is. And Kane was right Jack now. Kane. Was like, who's Jack Kane? Look it up uh, on her, Hockey DB. Well, I did, and oh, okay. I was talking to my girlfriend's dad about it, and uh, he was telling me all these stories about Bill Horton and Jack Kane, and it's great, and it sort of made me realize like these guys may not have been huge in the NHL. I don't know about Bill Horton. I know Jack or Jack Kane. I don't ever think he played in the NHL, but if you go and look at his AHL stats, he had like several hundred point seasons, and it sort of make you makes you realize like people who have lived in these communities their whole lives, these people are hockey heroes to them, yeah. and everywhere else in the world, nobody knows they exist. It's just really fascinating to talk to somebody who like idolized a player like that, and he said that he would come to their practices and teach him how to do face offs and all this stuff, and apparently he was just Jack Kane was just like a little five eight dude. Sort of look like a, a dwarf on skates. So I'll picture him. <laughs> nice. um, but it was really interesting, and to to go to a game and see you know people who have grown up in a hockey community their whole lives really enjoy the game, and it was it was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, there's nothing like um, a, like a minor league hockey game. That's good stuff. I yeah, tell you that, what, I uh, had so much fun when we used to go to the playoff games. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, good times. Yeah, fucking flurry. <laughs> Mark well, hey, Andre Fleury. 
Utica Comets are probably going to make the playoffs. You guys are more than welcome oh, to come up. We definitely should. Yeah, how was the game? It was all right. They're like because the uh, the people that we were with, we were with one of the part owners. Like it's not just going to watch a hockey game; it's partying and watching a hockey game. So in between, like right before the intermission, we'd all get up and go to the bar, uh, the in arena bar, and you know pound a bunch of beers and all that stuff, and then like come back five minutes into the second period and then leave right before the period ended and go to another arena in the bar, pound a bunch of beers. And I don't know. It, it wasn't just going and enjoying a hockey game. It was just like the social, the social aspect of it was really big, okay. which was fine. I've never really experienced a hockey, like hockey game like that. As it being secondary for the entertainment. Uh, I don't know about secondary, but in, in step with, uh, at least. Hmm. Okay. So I don't know. It was it was a lot of fun. It was different, um, and they have Utica Club, so that was that's always nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, Corey? I don't think so. Okay. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with uh, our main segment on the new 3DS XL right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 186 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in our main segment. We're going to be covering the new 3DS XL, which me, Corey, and Eric all got. You didn't get one, right, Well, No. Okay. Sure Corey, didn't. I didn't know you were getting one. What do you mean, man? I thought it was just me and Daniel. Corey, did you did you, you got yours from Amazon, right? No. no I don't think it's on Amazon. No, uh, because we had some 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 of our, our, our listeners ask us about that earlier. And, yeah, they, only ha- they don't have the American one. They have the Japanese imported one. Are they still yeah. having their issues with Nintendo, whatever the hell they had going on? I think there is still something going on between Amazon and Nintendo. Yeah, they some, have a weird relationship of, slap of some sort. Fight of some sort. But anyway, uh, I'm just going to cover the, the new features on the 3DS XL first. Um, the primary one that you'll notice if you're looking at the actual system is the little nub on the right-hand side, which acts <laughs> like a second, second thumbstick, which people have been asking for for a long time. And Nintendo had a... Uh, a temporary solution for it. They had the uh, an extra addition that you could put onto it. I don't remember exactly what it was called. It was like the Circle, Circle pa- Pad Pro. Circle Pad Pro, and that had the second thumbstick. But only a handful of games supported that. I think all all told, there was like ten games that supported that, and uh, all the rest there was no functionality for it. So at least this one is built in, so you know people are our developers are actually going to be able to use it. So. There's already been a few games that have been announced with Circle Pad, the the nub, nub support. I'm just going to call it the nub from now on because I like it. Agreed. That's kind of like if you think of uh, the old, well, IBM laptops with the little red button in the middle. It's a little bit yeah. like that. Very similar because it doesn't move. It's not mobile. Right. You just kind of kind of there and yep. you, just like those uh, ThinkPad, right? Yep. ThinkPads, the old thing. The, uh, the ThinkPad ThinkPads. nub in the middle of the keyboard. Yep. It's like that. Uh, they also added Z, L, and Z, R buttons, which are essentially like bumper buttons. Um, not not the triggers, but they're a little inside that and a little bit smaller. So uh, more buttons. The, th- the 3D is apparently better. It's got a wider viewing angle, so you don't have to be staring directly at it for the 3D to work. It's also face tracking 3D. So the 3D can reorient itself in position to your face. So like... I just remember spending, you know, 77 hours Bravely Default with the... I usually put the 3D on, like, halfway and having Ugh. to just sit in the exact same position so the 3D wouldn't screw up. It was pretty awful. It's painful. It was painful. I always turned it right off. 
I I never had it up all the way, but on this one, it's a lot easier to have it up uh, all the way, and it's less. Uh, it doesn't make you sick. I usually played it about quarter okay. 3D. Yeah, it was about halfway usually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dan, you're absolutely right with this one. It's much better, way better. I had it up the whole time that full 3D the whole time I was playing Monster Hunter. Yeah. Um, and as long as you don't sit too far away from it or hold it too far away from you. It'll track your face. Yeah, very it, well. it does a really w- really good job of tracking your face and not stuttering and you don't get all blurry eyed and get a headache from it. Which is nice. Yeah. And dangerous at the same time. Yeah. Absolutely. More time on the three D S. Yeah. Because it's not gonna make you sick. True. Uh, what was it your still experience? makes me sick. Does it I was gonna ask you, what was your experience with it, Corey? Yeah, it still makes me sick and it's kinda sad. I don't I don't care about three D at all. Um and I don't know what Nintendo's infatuation is. It it looks really nice if you have a really like Monster Hunter looks great. Uh looks awesome. And with the three D on it it's even cooler. But three D is just such a non factor for me, which kind of sucks because in my opinion, and I, I, I don't know if you're gonna run through more features or whatever if you want to get into it now. In my opinion, the the biggest reason to upgrade if you have an old 3ds is for the better 3d like that's the the biggest reason in my opinion but for as somebody who doesn't care about 3d at all um and was fine with my old 3ds and not using any 3d it it kind of sucks for me but that's just my for me the biggest reason was the the nub um that's gonna be a lot better for controlling like shooters and stuff like that and then uh well, because they didn't have it before, or, or it'll you would be use, better. You would use the touchpad. I don't think it'll be good. No, no, but but like Nint- Nintendo shooters aren't going to be like as twitchy as like uh, say uh, Call of Duty Call or something. Duty. Fair like enough. That. Uh, you know they'll they'll factor in the fact that it's it's not going to be ideal, but for like moving the camera around and stuff too. Like uh, oh, it's good for that. They're talking about uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, the, you know, that's what you're going to be using to control the camera. That's what with. you do with Monster Hunter. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. that's really what it's for. But you can, they will be able to put like shooters on it. The Moon Chronicles or whatever uh, downloadable game apparently uses the nub for for aiming and stuff. So, haven't had any experience with that, but I would like. And to try the it. the developers actually for Majora's Mask actually programmed in the ability to use the C stick to control the camera. That wasn't in the game originally. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Well, that's good. It's nice that they're uh, in, in Smash, you can use the nub as the Smash power attacks, okay. like you did with the C-Stick on the GameCube controller. Which is, is cool, because I actually played Smash on an old-style 3DS at Target, like, two days ago. So hard. Yeah, and I, di- I didn't know how to do the Smash attack. Yeah. Because there was no stick, and I was like, well, I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> Makes a big difference, yeah, eh? Yeah, it really does. <laughs> Uh, but Dan, I guess what I was what I was trying to say is that I think the biggest upgrade on the system is the the three D. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I agree with you that the nub is the most useful to me. Yeah. Uh, along along those lines, uh, obviously the hardware is better, faster processor, more RAM, more video RAM, blah blah blah, whatever. But um, that's 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 obvious. But it is it is noticeable uh, how much more responsive the system is, at least in my brief time with it. Um, firing up a game takes seconds, whereas I felt like it took a minute before. Yeah, um, now, now that you put it that way, I would agree with that. You, you know, opening it up and flipping it up, it's it fires up faster. It's a little more snappy, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's way, way more snappy. Uh, there's a brightness sensor in it, which will automatically adjust the brightness for uh, low light and, and, and bright light conditions. Can you turn that off? Turn what off? 
Probably. The, I, th- I thought about sensor. it because it, it dims too much in my yeah. house. It was really bothering me. I, I wasn't was, even moving, and it was just going back and forth. And I'm like, this I prefer really to be needs to stop. bright anyway. Yeah. Uh, even when it's dark, unless it's like bedtime dark, you know. Um, I, I prefer it super bright. But anyway, uh, color coded face buttons. That's another thing I like. Before they were all the same color, now they're um, pink, green, blue, and yellow. Yeah, yeah whatever colors they are. Red. Red. Red, yellow, green, blue. Yep. So that's good. Uh, camera improvements. Uh, I never use the camera on the 3DS anyway. That doesn't really matter to Who me. Who does? Uh, micro SD uh, card slot. Now, the, the one before had a SD card slot. It's uh, it's not on the outside. You have to take the back off, um, which <laughs> not, not only gives you access to the micro SD card slot, but also it's got a removable battery. So if you kill your battery from overcharging or, you know, charging too much, if you use it a lot, you can just swap out the battery, which is good. Yeah. Do you use a little mini Phillips head? Yeah. Yeah. It's as, it's pretty small. Like if uh, you have a glass repair kit. Yeah. That's actually what I'm going to be fighting with later because uh, we'll talk about the, the setting it up in a minute, but um, I've got to do all the setup on the on the new system, hopefully. Uh, and then the last new new feature is Amiibo integration. So it's got the near field communication sensors, like like the Amiibo, like on the Wii U. So you can use your Amiibo with it, which is neat. Yeah. Um, was that all the stuff that? Yeah, you... that's all the new stuff. There's actually one that I wanted to, to mention, Dan, that you didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the the look of it on the outside. It's got a sheen to it now yeah. instead of it looks. I I guess I would say more like an adult toy mm-hmm. than a child's toy as opposed to the last one. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. just looks. I, I don't know if professional is the word. It's just got a sheen to it, and like I got the black one, it almost looks silverish. Yeah, yeah it does. when you look at it, because it's just got like a nice metallic look to it. I don't know. It just feels more adult to me. It reminds me of like a laptop instead of yeah. like uh, I'm trying like like one of those kids VTech exactly. Laptops. It just doesn't like look as plastic and yeah. kind of dumpy anymore. Yeah. Until I think Stephen Totillo said it. Until you open it up, and then everyone knows the truth. <laughs> well, yeah. If you open it, yeah, sure. <laughs> then but... everyone knows you've got a 3ds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's funny because <laughs> God, last night. Uh, my fiance was originally going to get me a new pair of shoes for my birthday. And I said something to her because the pair of shoes I wanted are for work. And my feet are really bad. So when I find shoes that are good for my feet, I only get them. But the, the place that we get them is like an hour and 45 minutes from here. So, and they didn't have my size online, of course. So we would have to go there. So I said, well, fuck, I don't know when we're going to go there again. I said, if I'm buying some video game stuff tomorrow. Do you just want to help me out with that? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. So I explained to her the new 3DS. I traded my old one and whatever. So we went to uh, we went shopping and we were pulling out of the mall. We pull up next to this car and it's like a, a soccer mom van. And look in the back seat and there's like a real young kid with a 3DS. And she goes, "Hi, he looks like he's about 32." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you just fuck right off. Nice. And then, of course, the person in front of me getting a 3ds, this, a new 3ds this morning was was with his like 11 year old kid, and uh-huh. I'm just like, god damn it. Yeah, I brought I brought my son with me when I picked it up. He's uh-huh. he's almost four, um, but I let everyone know it was for me. You know, I was like, yeah. Oh, that's, I that's don't my, care. You whatever. owned it. I oh well, yeah, you gotta own it. 
there's know? plenty of games for adults like Monster Hunter, uh, Zelda, Fire Emblem. Like there's Fire of, Emblem, yeah. Any age can play Mario. You know, there's plenty of good stuff for adults on there. So let's get into the uh, before we do. Yeah, go ahead. A few more differences I wanted to bring up. Okay, yeah, go for no, it. No power cord. You guys didn't mention that. No. Oh God, yeah, we definitely need to mention that. Which is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, I agree. I wasn't I wasn't initially frustrated with it. I was just like, I'll buy one from Amazon. It's no big deal. Well, I ordered it on the weekend, thinking uh, not just a just a power cord, but also a micro SD card for it because I wanted to put a big card in so I wouldn't have to worry about space. So I got a 32 gigabyte micro SD card. I was like, they'll be here by Friday. It's Amazon. They're fast. It just shipped today, so I'm not even gonna get it till Tuesday. So I don't have my power cord. I don't have my mic, my new micro SD card. So that is infuriating. Yeah. So Amazon kind of dropped the ball. I mean, I could have gotten uh, that stuff. Nintendo locally. also dropped the ball. Well, yeah. Yeah, not putting a charger in it. I agree. It's a- absolutely ridiculous. Do you th- do you think people would have gotten upset though if they had charged like another ten dollars to put a? Honestly, I would pre- I would have preferred that. Oh my yeah. god, I would have too. I probably would have too. I mean, granted, I only paid five bucks for the new one that I bought because it's like a knockoff brand. But I would have preferred it was a Nintendo brand for another ten bucks. Yeah, and just all in one package, you know. Which really, how much does that cord cost, Nintendo? Like I said, I got one for five bucks. Maybe a nickel a piece. Yeah, it's it's negligible, really. They just get away with this shit. Do you think it might have something to do with the size of the box? Because the the box is pretty small. There's a spot for that cord. Make the fucking box bigger then. No, no, no. There's a spot for that cord. There I don't is know a if spot. I, I did notice it, Corey. I absolutely noticed it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't really look. I, I mostly just tore into it, but. It's like someone opened up my box and took out my cord. Yeah. Huh. And put everything back in there. It is. It, it's it's exactly like that. And you open it and you're like, fuck, now I got to order a charging cord. Like, God. I mean, we it's... knew ahead of time, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we happen to know ahead of time, but imagine all the people that didn't, who are probably frantically calling Nintendo and being like, my my 3DS didn't come with a charge cord. You know what? Those were the people tying up the goddamn phone lines today while I was trying to get through to support. Yeah. Probably. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Which we'll get into into in a minute. I want to bring up these these couple little other things here. Uh, no more Wi-Fi switch. Yeah. I, I guess I didn't notice that, but you're right. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that too because I always accidentally hit it. I never yep. intended to turn it off. Um, I just did it accidentally too many times. And then a few things I I didn't notice, but I was reading on uh, Gizmodo did a pretty good write up of all the little little changes to the thing. It's uh, the short the stylus is a little bit shorter. Did you guys notice that? I didn't. I didn't no. notice. And uh, they did a comparison. It's very minor, but it is it is a little bit shorter. Uh, the system itself is a little bit thinner, Eric. So maybe that's what you're talking about with it being a little more sexy for an adult. Yeah, it is. Sexy is a good word, Corey. I'm, I'm attracted to this thing. Yeah, it's pretty nice looking Sleek. little device. Little and the corners are slightly less rounded. Really? Apparently. Yeah, see, if I had one sitting next to me, I'd probably believe you. But when I'm looking at this thing head on, I'd say bullshit. Yeah, it looks pretty rounded. Pretty damn rounded. Mine has yeah. almost like a carbon fiber look to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's nice. It's the carbon fiber texture you, on the top. Did you get red, Dan? I got red, yes. What'd you I get? also got red. You did, okay. Yes. Um, and then a big thing for me is that they moved the cartridge slot to the bottom left rather than in the top and in the middle. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many times I accidentally ejected the game because of where it was on the system. That used and to happen to me, too. 
yeah, so frustrating. So I, I, at first glance, and you know the little bit I've played with it today, I think that'll happen less where it is. Yeah. Um, on the bottom left, but that actually never happened to me with the old one. We'll yeah. see. Um, they also moved like where the stylus is. It's now on the bottom. Uh, I think it was on the top before, right, or the side. Top, I think. I don't remember. Uh, so yeah, I'm up. I'm upgrading from the regular 3ds. I didn't even have a 3ds XL, so. Yes, Corey, I, I would also eject the thing, and the styles was on the top. Okay. Yeah. I would also eject um, games on accident occasionally. So those are some little touches. Um, but for me, my, my overall opinion is that it's unnecessary to upgrade at this point. Um, there's only The only game we know of that will be a new 3DS exclusive is the Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah. Um, your old 3DS can play all of them. And again, as somebody who gives no shit about the three, the three D, um, kind of unnecessary to upgrade at this point. I agree it's... to a certain extent, but I do like the new 3D. I didn't really, I don't necessarily care about it, but man, did it look good for Monster Hunter? Yeah, especially the like the opening cinematic with the 3D on was awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. Again, that game looks awesome with the new 3D. It does. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Corey's right. If you don't, well, I don't know, because I like the the little. Not that the nub is great or anything, but just having that control over the camera yeah. is nice. Yeah, it is nice, and it's it's something that everything should have now. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. That was always the knock on the 3ds was only the one one control stick, and it's not a control stick, but it's a a solution. I still think they could have fit a whole other circle if oh, they moved these buttons down a little bit. They could have put a full. A full Dan, this on is there. this is the world of Nintendo. Normal logic does not apply. I know, but still, it is it is mind boggling as it usually is with Nintendo. Why they didn't just do what Dan said <laughs> and put another stick there? Well, let's. Uh, I mean, let's talk about your guys' experience so far because uh, these are important details that that people are going to need to know. So, okay, go ahead, Eric. What's uh, you got yours the earliest, right? You got yours this morning. Uh, yeah, I, I went think. at ten. Uh, Jake had one last question. He asked okay. if we played the whole game in 3D or just the cinematics. Uh, the old 3DS, I had the like I said, I had the 3D on turned barely on, which means it would only pop a little bit. Yeah, um, it wasn't fully popped, like like you know, yeah, just Not a little full bit. Full 3D, yeah, just a little bit. So far with the new one, Jake, I played about an hour of Monster Hunter and I had 3D on the entire time. So, if that says anything. Um, yeah, so my experience so far, I went at 10 o'clock to get it, got it home, did updates, whatever. Um, when it finally got charged up, I turned on Monster Hunter, and I wanted to go get my, uh, DLC pack that I talked about earlier, Nibble Bits. So I went in there, and it said that I needed to have my Nintendo account linked to it. So, I went to link my Nintendo account, and I obviously have one of those, since I had a 3DS and I have a Wii U, um... But it would not let me because it said that that account was already linked to another 3DS. And apparently you can't have two 3DSs linked with the same account, which baffles the mind. You can have one Wii U and one 3DS. I was reading about that earlier. What the fuck? I don't know. That's the first problem. What the fuck, Nintendo? What if you have multiple children? Like, why can't you use the same fucking account? I don't know. Like like, like an iOS device. Yeah. Or Google account. But... Yeah, so so I was like, well, son of a bitch. So I texted these guys because they always know more about technology than I do. And I was like, Is, what's the deal here? Like, what can I do? So they told me I needed to call customer support because I didn't do, like, the, the system file transfer system or whatever transfer, yeah. from the old to the new. 
So because you didn't have it anymore. Well, yeah, I, I traded up, so I couldn't do it. I, I guess I could have taken it and put it on the computer. Yeah, I'm gonna let you know if that works or not next week. Yeah, um, I'm gonna try it. We'll see. I what? I don't think it works because I when I traded mine in, I I did the. Like I looked into it and, and saw like the only way to do it is if you have both devices present. No, you can copy your files onto your computer. You just take out the the card, and then you and copy. then you can trade it in. And then once you get your new 3ds, you can transfer it from the computer to the new one. Yeah. All right. That there was a lot of videos that came out about how to transfer your data, and that was one of the ways. I don't know if it's going to work. I'll I'll report on that. That's one of the things I wanted to do before. But I just got my 3ds like an hour. You have your old one still, though, right? No, I traded it in. Oh, but I have all the files. I put all the files on uh, on a little thumb drive there in my okay. computer right now, actually. Right. So that said, I got online. Uh, well, first I tried to call customer support. Be damned if I could get a hold of a person because they said they were having a high volume of calls, whatever. But so they give you all these menu options, but it never gives you the option. Here's the number for the next available operator. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to try chat support online just through text, and hopefully that will work for me. So I get on there. I think it was about 2.47 when I got on. So I'm waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, dicking around on the internet, just watching videos and stuff. And finally, you know how like when you're on hold on a phone, Every two minutes, it'll say, we appreciate your patience. You know, you're very important to us. That same thing happens during this text support thing. Every minute and a half to two minutes, uh, it would come up with a message like that. But since I had other windows open, it would beep at me to let me know that a message came up. So every time I'm like, please, God, let this be the time. And I get on and I was like, son of a bitch. Oh, that's torture. Yeah, it was. So I'd say 45 minutes of that went by before I finally got somebody to talk to me so he asked me for my nintendo id my serial number for my old system which i happen to i keep all my boxes for everything oh good call. so i happen to have that and i have my new serial number obviously and he wanted my email address so i gave him all those things and he said okay hang on that didn't happen as quickly as i made it sound either right um so he's like all right hang on let me pull up a few things so he comes back and he's like okay to do a transfer i need to I need to transfer you to tier two tech support. And I'm like, all right, figured I'd get right in. Cause I just talked to this guy. I mean, I, it was 10 after four. I think by the time I had to leave my house to go somewhere and I still wasn't talking to another human being. Ugh. So I wasted all that time and now I'm going to have to do, do it again. That's terrible. And who knows if it'll work. Right. Right. You know, hopefully they can help me out and take my my link off my old one so I can do it on the new one. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I have to make a new account. And I know it's not a huge deal, but, like, then that's just another username I have to remember, another password I have to remember. Like, Not just that, but if you bought anything digitally, you lose access to that stuff. So, like, I have a couple digital games on mine that I I don't want to See, I don't care about that. I only had one, and it was Bravely Default, which I'm never going to play anyway. Gotcha. Um. So that's not a big deal to me. But also, like, I don't know what they're going to do with, like, a rewards program in the future. Yeah. I don't want to have two separate accounts. I want all of my reward points in one spot so yeah. that I can get a bigger prize or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So that's that's the main issues with that. And it's – God, I was frustrating. I spent my, – my entire afternoon was ruined. Like, I couldn't play any video games because I had to sit in front of the fucking computer waiting to hear from somebody. And I just never did. Yeah. 
So that was my experience today. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Corey? Well, yeah, just backing up maybe a month ago when I went to trade in my 3DS XL, um, I anticipated all that stuff. Like, I knew that you you couldn't well, – apparently Dan's saying you can. It was my impression that you couldn't transfer that stuff unless you had both devices present at the same time. And I just accepted the fact that I wouldn't have it. I didn't really care about the games I downloaded. So what I did was I uh, wiped my 3DS before I sent it in, formatted it, and unlinked it and sent it back. When I get my 3DS today, my new 3DS today, and try and do all that stuff and try and set up my Nintendo Network ID, it says, no, this this idea is already linked to another device. And I'm like, that makes no sense because I made sure to delete it and unlink it before I sent it out. So I was trying to avoid the exact same problem that Eric is having, but it winds out winds up that I, I didn't do anything, really. Corey's so, in the same boat. So I'm he... in the same boat as Eric. I took a little bit of a different route and just tried sending them an email, and I'm waiting for a response. I emailed them with the all the information um, that they asked for probably 5 o'clock. It's now a quarter after 9, 4 hours and 15 minutes. Um, haven't heard anything back yet, so... We'll see. I don't know how long it's going to take. I'll maybe tomorrow if I have time. I'll I'll sit on customer service line or whatever. But it's it's really ridiculous. You know, I'm not trying to game the system. I'm not trying to screw anybody. I accepted the fact that I wouldn't be able to transfer my all my information. So I just deleted it and unlinked it under the guise that I would just you know not transfer anything. Just start it up again on the new 3ds when it came. Well, yeah, and we've talked about this before, but Nintendo really needs to get their Get their account and online stuff straightened. I think that would go a long way in helping helping their situation because none of it's easy. Friend friend request, all that friend friending stuff. It's it's it sucks on Nintendo. It's terrible. Um, it's probably their worst uh, their worst worst part. You know. Yeah. So it's gone are the days where you get your thing and it works. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I mean, I guess every system and game when it comes out has these kind of silly issues but to me this one just seems unnecessary yeah you know well you, like, like i said you should be able to just recover your id on you know like with i i think of a windows key like when you install a new copy of windows on a new hard drive um it it, it can only be like your your user id can only be active on one computer at a time so if you activate on another one you just can't use the old one with with so you should just be able to do that on your 3ds you know or like mm-hmm. I, you know, iOS device uh, is is kind of a similar situation. Yeah, you, know, you can have it on as many as you want as long as you're, you know, paying paying for your stuff. And it, to me, it just comes down to they didn't want people to trade in their old 3ds's. Yeah, uh, that's and that's also with the power cable exactly thing too. I think that's part of what it is because they, they know some people will just not not trade in their old one just because of, they don't want the hassle of buying a new power cable. Yeah, you know. Yep. So, it's it's very unfortunate, um, and it bugs the hell out of me, and it makes me angry. But we just got to live with it. The Nintendo Network ID stuff is terrible. Yeah. Um, I went on the the Nintendo 3DS subreddit or something to see other issues people were having, and apparently somebody's 3DS got stolen, and they told Nintendo support that when they got them on the line, and Nintendo support said they wouldn't do anything until they saw a police report. Wow. Which is <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I can't verify that. It was just in a forum somewhere, but 
it's silly. Um, and hopefully it's it's something that gets taken care of soon. And then, like, my whole experience to go buy it wasn't great either. I went to GameStop. I went in there, waited in line, waited in line, got up to the front of the counter and asked the guy, do you have any of the new 3DS bundles left? And he's like, nope, we don't have anything for anybody who didn't pre-order. And I was just like, you mean you don't, like, have any, not just bundles, you don't have any of the just systems? And he's like, nope, not if you didn't pre-order. And I wanted to reach over the counter and strangle the guy. Because the way he said it was like, no, you're not. You're no, not you're an cool idiot for not pre-ordering? Yeah, you didn't yeah. pre-order, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. And then he was like, well, if you've been following the news at all, uh, we're having some strike issues in the port on the West Coast. And I was like, I kind of. Like, I follow video game news pretty much every 10 minutes throughout the day. I haven't seen anything about <laughs> yeah, that. I, that. I think that's baloney. And even when I got home, I was Googling it. I didn't, I didn't see anything about a strike or something. And they're having logistic issues. And he's like, well, I can sell you Monster Hunter uh, if you want. And I was like, no, nah, that's all right. Walked right over to Best Buy, asked the guy. He's like, yeah, we got 3DSs. <laughs> Gave me a 3DS. Couldn't find Monster Hunter in the stack of games. And I asked one of the guys, I was like, do you have any Monster Hunter? I don't, I don't see it over here unless I'm an idiot. And he walks over, he looks at Mario Party, pulls Mario Party off the shelf, and sure enough, behind it was one last copy of Monster Hunter. Oh, he wow. hid it for himself. Well, yeah. no, he's like, I've worked here too long to fall prey to people's tricks. Oh, gotcha. I guess somebody was probably hiding it for later, like didn't have the money at the, some kid didn't have the money at the time or something, hid it until he could come back and get it later in the day. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I got the last copy of Monster Hunter and, and my 3D, new 3DS XL from Best Buy. Uh, and we were talking about, I was talking about it with the guy and I was like, yeah, he's the guy I talked to at GameStop said they had like some, there was some strike at one of their warehouse ports or something like that. And he's like, yeah, somebody else said that. It sounds like bullshit to me. And I was like, yeah. And he said if I had been following the news and he's like, I follow the news. I didn't see anything about that. So I don't know, like why... Why that lie? How are why are GameStop employees so fucking uppity? They really are. Like you work at a video game store. I love video games, but like, dude, you're no better than me just because you sell me the things that I like. Yeah, you, you didn't make this. No, go fuck yourself. I watch the news more than you do about video games. Probably. Yeah. Why are they always so uppity? I don't know. Except for the dude's investment. I was just going to say that because I, I would have gotten that experience probably at the one oh my the God, one we yes. used to go to in the mall here. But we started going to the one in the, in the one town over across the river from where we live. And uh, I have had no issues. I with haven't them. either. Fantastic. They've, they've been awesome the, the five or six times I've been there, all of them. There's one dude that works there. He's got uh, red hair. I yep. don't know his name. Glasses. Super good dude. Yeah, I got my 3DS from him. So today. did I. Yep, he was there this morning by himself. Line of people, he was just getting them out one after another. He wasn't saying, do you want to pre-order this DLC? We've got this game coming out. Do you want to pre-order this? Oh, you're pre-approved for our credit line. You want to, do you want that? He's just getting people in and out because that's what they like, and that's what he would want. Yeah. You know? Yep. But, damn it, every other GameStop, it seems like, is just an uppity mm-hmm. asshole yeah. selling you everything under the sun. Yep. <sighs> I do not disagree with anything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's silly, and I don't even know why I went to GameStop. Really, apparently Target had the Monster Hunter bundle. Yeah, I oh, saw really? some people get uh, getting them this morning. Cool. If I had known that, I would have would have head over to to Target. They but... had three or four uh, per store, I think. That's pretty of good. The Monster Hunter one, or was it Majora's Mask? Maybe, probably a little bit of both. Yeah, I don't think I would have got a collector's edition or whatever. Uh, 
special one, just because neither of those games is something that I'm overly like attached to. Yeah, I guess. And one thing I di- I'm actually kind of glad I didn't. Um, I did want the Monster Hunter bundle, uh, but one thing I didn't think about was that when it comes time to trade it in, you have to trade it in as one. Oh, really? The game too? At least, at least on Amazon, which is where I trade everything in. Okay, you ha- it has to be the exact item. That's cray cray. Yeah. Okay. So I mean ultimately, what are our thoughts on the new system? Um I, I should say I'm going I'm I'm upgrading from the regular 3DS and not the 3DS XL. So for me it is a huge upgrade. Uh the big screen, real the extra screen real estate's fantastic. Uh fits in my hands a lot better too. Uh even though I don't have big hands, I, my hands got so cramped playing the small 3DS. Uh, I don't think this is going to have. I'm going to have the same issue with this because it's just it my, fits hand my hands goes a lot numb. better. Yeah, see, I used to get I used to get that too on the small one. My left hand goes numb. Does it? Yep. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I hate it. I always just chalked it up to me being fat and my blood pressure was probably too high. Uh, it had something to do with that. Maybe not. I don't know. But uh, yeah, overall, Dan, I I really like it. Yeah. Aside from the customer support stuff and. It just the the system itself, I like. Yeah, like I like the way it looks. I like the way it feels. Yeah, uh, 3D's great. Um, yeah, I'm I'm happy with it. I can't wait until I have everything set up the way I want it to be set up. I downloaded a new theme for it, which I really like. Yeah, uh, they're only two bucks, and like, you know, it looks nice. Bucks, yeah, it looks great. I downloaded uh, the Super Smash Brothers theme. I think there's four of them. I downloaded number one. I think it's on the the bestsellers list on there. Um, it looks really cool. It's just got all, a bunch of the different Super Smash characters. It just kind of gives you a nice look to it. Um, but they have a lot of themes on there, which was nice. Yeah. And they're very easy. They actually made it really easy to change your theme and buy a new theme, which oh, is that's good. amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so check into that. Um, I'm really looking forward to playing some more Monster Hunter. I uh, can't wait to get my Street Pass thing set up because I think that the way they integrate... Uh, that into Monster Hunter is going to be really neat. It's, it's like guild cards or something like that. I don't yeah. know exactly how it works, but it seems pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to, to get more into it. Yeah, as am I. What about you, Corey? What are your thoughts so far? Uh, for me, it's 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 not... I don't think it's necessary to upgrade if you have a 3DS XL already. If you don't have a 3DS, I think it's a great way to get into it, and you're going to future-proof yourself a little bit by getting it. Um, but nothing, there's nothing in it that's like super crazy different that makes me say like, yeah, you should upgrade. I, I would wait, um, until a, there's a game that you want to play that the old 3ds can't play or, you know, B, you have enough disposable income or can get a deal or something like that to upgrade. But as for me right now, I really don't feel it necessary to upgrade. I think I would agree with that. Unless you, like you, Corey said, unless you really want to play Xenoblade Chronicles, but yeah. I think I would agree with that, Corey. I do like the the, the option of a reliable 3D feature a lot. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, it does seem like a pretty big improvement for me. Oh, yeah. One minor thing that we didn't mention: um, Gizmodo also did uh, like a battery test of oh. each um, and determined that the new 3DS XL uh, on a full charge ran for 50 minutes less than the older one see Not I that heard, that's a huge deal but i had heard 30 30 minutes more that the battery was a little bit better this was i don't know i read this on the gizmodo's review today okay so maybe they're wrong i don't know okay not much of a sticking point for me right, 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 right i don't right. really care about that okay 
Uh, do we want to talk about game? Let's talk about some 3DS games. Um, for those of you that might be interested in getting a 3DS, what what kind of games you should look at? Uh, and I'm gonna throw Fire Emblem out there right away. Uh, could be one of my favorite <laughs> games that I've played in the last few years. Yeah. For any any system, right? Yeah, loved, lo- absolutely loved the the Fire Emblem. If I could have given a game of the year last year, I would have. Yeah, it's from like 2013. 13. So uh, definitely Fire Emblem. So she, uh, if you're into JRPGs, if you're into, I don't know. So good strategy RPG. If you like like a Final Fantasy Tactics type of game, good. definitely Fire Emblem. Good story. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have a hard time recommending Bravely Default only because of the grindy parts. <laughs> you got to be a hardcore JRPG fan. To <laughs> yeah, like it. I really loved loved it, but uh, I could see that being a huge turnoff for a lot of people. Yeah, uh, yeah, Eric. I got really bored during that part. I mean, it was like. It was like probably twenty five hours worth of just Grinding, doing the same thing, over which is and over again. twice as long as most games now. Yeah, so oh. that's that's my recommendation. Corey, got what do you got for recommendations for three DS games? There's actually um, there's a lot. There, there there are a lot that I would say if you have a three DS, um, you could get and would enjoy. I, the the one must play for me would be Legend of Zelda: Link Between Worlds. Mm-hmm. Um. I liked Mario Golf. Uh, Fire Emblem actually would be the, the the other one, Dan. But you already said that. Yeah. Um, if you like Pokemon or Smash, you got those options too. I didn't love Pokemon. Uh, Smash, I'd just still rather play on the Wii U. Yeah, but for the yeah. people who don't have a Wii U, you know. Oh what? yeah, definitely. Yeah. Then you then know the Smash. other thing about that is uh, I found myself sometimes at night taking my game my my uh, Wii U gamepad upstairs and playing mm-hmm. that smash on that while I'm laying in bed. So, and that was great. So yeah. if I can have that in a smaller package on that, on the 3DS, I think I'd actually prefer that at nighttime than, mm-hmm. I don't know. If you, if you have the luxury of having both, it, it's a nice little thing to do. Yes, it is. Plus you get the Mewtwo. Yeah. Uh, DLC when it comes out. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. You get a little perk for being yeah. uh Nintendo. For selling out to them. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people like Animal Crossing. Yeah, see, I have I have my I bought that for my wife. Nice. I I haven't played it yet, but I have we, it. It's dude, a lot of we, fun. We were all really into Tamodachi Life for like a week. Yeah, I mean, you, I, Tamodachi Life is one of those games that you'll probably get your money's worth out of it, but uh, you're gonna get your money's. It's it's like binge watching a TV show. You're gonna yeah. binge play Tamodachi Life for a week or two, and then you're never gonna touch it again. Yeah. Yeah. But it'll be a fun week or two. Yeah. Um, I haven't given my 3DS as much use as you guys have. Um, I, I really should have given Fire Emblem more time than I did. Um, but I just, I don't know. I just didn't. It was I think it was just bad timing. Um, I can only say off of the hour I've played, Monster Hunter 4 is pretty sweet so far. Nice. Um, what about Mario Kart? Will, you had that. Mario Kart 7. Uh, I really liked it. I know I mean, it's older, but yeah, I mean it's a it's a good Mario Kart if you yeah. want to play it. I, I mean it all goes down to the Wii U. Like if you have a Wii U, get Mario Kart Eight well, yeah. over that. But I mean if you don't have a Wii U, definitely Mario Kart. I think it's Seven is awesome. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and uh, you know there's there's a ton of games for the 3ds. Really, Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. Yeah, there's a lot of remakes on there. Ocarina of Time. Majora's Mask just came out. If you if you like those games, uh, you can get Star Fox 64. I don't think you can get Mario Mario 64 on the 3ds. Can you? Maybe on the eShop. 
I don't think so. Okay. I could um, be you know wrong, you just reminded but... me of? What's that? I For my Club Nintendo points, I got Excite Bike. I need to download that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Good one. I haven't used mine yet. I'm still trying to figure I, out what I want to get. I thought Excite Bike would be perfect on the 3DS. Yeah. I, I got that, and then I got uh, Mario Brothers 2 and Super Mario World for Wii U. Okay. But, uh, really yeah. nice. Okay. Well, that's all of our thoughts. We'll obviously be giving you... Uh, uh, updates on our on our new systems as as time goes on. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to playing uh, Majora's Mask and Monster Hunter, and then next month is Codename, Codename Steam. Steam, and then Xenoblade Chronicles. April or May? Okay, I can't remember. So it's another good year for the 3ds. Yeah, looks like. Yeah, and that's that's what we know of so far. I don't know what else is coming out. For right. That, so cool. We know there's a new Fire Emblem game in the works. Don't know anything about it or when it's coming out. So. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with uh, what's what our we, next? What we played. What we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode one eighty six of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are in what we played. Uh, Eric, let's get started with you. What oh, do you What do you got? Baby. What do you got for us? Oh, where to begin, Dan? Uh, I'll start with the worst first. I tried to play more Grim Fandango for about ten minutes and hated every second of it. Uh-huh. I don't think I can do it, guys. No. I don't think Eric. I can do it. Corey. You can do it. It's going to be hard enough to beat four games this month, but I don't think I can do that anyway because of time constraints, and we can talk about this now. Yeah. But uh, I was telling these guys before we even started, like, Dying Light cut into my 4 in February time. The 3DS is now going to cut into it. The Order comes out next week. We're going to want to do an episode on that, and I think I'm the only one getting it. Correct? Yeah, unless Will's getting it. We could do our episode on Monster Hunter next week. Well, either way, I'm going to be playing something that is not my four in February games. Uh, So, chances are I'm not going to finish, and I don't want to play Grim Fandango. So, whatever. Um, How much do you think you have left? Oh, a good chunk. A good Uh, Six hours at least. Wow. wow. Yeah. It's like a 12-hour game. Okay. Um, You don't want to use a guide? I have been. Oh. But you have to look at it constantly. Oof. Because there's just shit going on all the time, like puzzles and stuff. Um, so that's my my experience with Grim Fandango again. hate that game. It's just not for me. Um, <laughs> I saw, uh, I think it might have been Kotaku or maybe a Cinema Blend article. Um, I didn't read the article, but the headline was, Grim Fandango does not hold up. Uh, yeah, actually, I read that also, or yeah. saw the title. I favorited it on Twitter. When I saw the title. <laughs> Didn't read a word of it. Um, let's see. Sticking with 4 in February, I started Bayonetta 2, which was awesome. Yeah. I really liked that game. I'm glad you picked it for me. Yeah. Because it was just sitting there and sitting there and sitting there, and I don't know if I ever would have gotten into it. Gotten it's it's to a it. lot better than the first one. It is a lot better than the first one. I didn't care too much for the first one. Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know why, the vibe of it. I just couldn't get into it, but I like how this is dark and... Yeah. Uh, you, you, you take on the forces of Paradiso and Inferno. Right. Um, which are essentially have that's the bayonetta version of heaven and hell. And you're, I feel you're like fighting everybody. They look a lot better. Yeah, the enemies. Yeah, look a lot better. And it's still that same like crazy over the top action with the combos and keeping a good hit streak going and yep. witch time and all of that. Uh, but yeah, I'm really enjoying bayonetta too. And I re- I honestly think that if I had a day like I did with uh, the 24 hour live stream. Yeah, our uh, extra second, life. Extra life. I 
just like I did with Sunset Overdrive, I feel like I could have sat there and played that game the entire day. Nice. Uh, I really like it a lot. I I can't remember how much I've played of it. Probably I'm on the second chapter. Okay. I think there's 11 or 9. I thought there was 17. No. Because I looked it up. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe a lot of people it, said it, a lot of them were really short. It's 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 shorter than the first one. It's only uh, like ten hours. Yeah, seventeen missions, uh, like seven ch- chapters. Okay, maybe I don't know, but I'm loving that game so far. Good. So I'm I'm really looking forward to getting back into. I actually had hoped to play some of that today, but uh-huh. it just didn't materialize that way, unfortunately. Uh, so that's when I I I, I want to say there's really good chance I'm going to have that at least beat by okay. the end of this month. <laughs> good, I'm glad. Yeah, um, I. Beat Brothers. Hey, well done. <laughs> Only three-hour game, not that much of an accomplishment. I uh, did it in the one sitting like I had hoped to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game was really good. Yeah. I, I gave it a raw deal the first time I played it. I think it was just probably one of those things where it was bad timing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It had to have been because I really liked it this time. Uh, the control scheme is probably the coolest part of that game. Yeah. I mean, it's got a great story and all that. I really like the world, too. Like... Did you find yourself like feeling like the world felt familiar, like from from fables you've heard yeah. throughout life? Like, like I the feel ogre? like I've, yeah, I feel yeah. like I've seen this stuff before. I don't know where, but and that's one of the things I liked about it. What's that movie with uh, Falcor, the flying like drag dragon dog? Beastmaster. Neverending Story. Oh man, I still can't Neverending watch that Story movie to this day. That's Falcor. that's what. It, yeah, dude, that's what. Is it, it Atreyu? Atreyu. No. Or is Atreyu the kid? Atreyu's the horse, isn't it? Who's, who's Falcor? Falcor's the flying dragon the dog. The hairy dragon. Really? Yeah, look it up, man. I believe you. It just doesn't. <laughs> I think no, it's his name. I watched that movie when I was too young to watch it, and I've been terrified of it ever since. I haven't been able to watch it. Really? Still. Fantastic movie. I'm, thir- in fact, I'm 31 years old. It it's an awesome movie. I'm 31 years old, and I can't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that's what the ogre reminded me of okay. for whatever reason. Because there was Falcor. like a, Sorry. a rock eater. You remember yeah. the rock yep. eater? I don't know whatever reason that made me think of that. Uh, yeah, but you're right. The, the environments were really cool. I thought it looked really nice. The music was great. I just hooked my PC speakers up today. I wish I had done it for this game because I had been playing with my headphones in, uh-huh. which is okay. But it just uh, I feel like the speakers just being there and me not having anything in my ears, it just kind of lends itself to getting into it a little better. Which, by the way, your cable right there, the black and gray one, yeah, uh, right by the headphones, yeah, uh, the audio cable, that's for your headset to plug into your computer. Your your oh my PS4 tur- Turtle headset? Beach Turtle Beach headphones. Oh, okay, cool. So if you want, if you want that. Um, but like I was saying, brothers, the control scheme I think is the coolest thing. Yeah, because definitely. that could have been a royal fuck up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it could have just been so bad. Yeah, it would have ruined the game. Yeah, if they didn't nail it. Yeah. And really, they had to nail it perfectly because that's what the whole thing revolves around is is controlling two characters, each with their own thumbstick and uh, trigger. Because mm-hmm. I played it with an Xbox controller on PC. Um, but yeah, they, they they nailed the controls and the story was really cool. Um, that was a great game. Yeah. And, and Brothers, for me, I always bring it up in the video games as art discussion because yeah. it... It's not only beautiful to look at and good music and artistic in that respect, but it also takes that one thing that makes video games unique, and and that's the user input, and makes that they tie that part of it into the theme of yeah. the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's good stuff. That game. 
It is. Uh, also free right now on Xbox 360 for oh. gold members. Um, because I was telling one of my buddies, Jeff, the guy I play FIFA with, about how much I was enjoying the game. And he's like, oh, I'll have to look into that. And I texted him after I saw that. And I was like, hey, if you still have your 360, that is free right now. And he's like, yeah, it's hooked up in my room. I'll download it. So that was perfect timing for that. But, uh, yeah, Brothers is great. If you haven't played it, you definitely should. Mm-hmm. Was it? Is the company that made Brothers, are they making a new game that I? Yeah. Was that the one there was a sl- small, real short teaser trailer for? I think so. On the train? Yeah. Was that the makers of Brothers? Um, I know they're working on something Yeah, else. they had a, not a E3, what was the thing? Was it the Game oh. Awards? PAX? Yes, it was the Game Awards. Yeah. Is that the guy that got hired by EA? Remember? Some dude that made something small got, like, hired by EA, I think, and I think it was that game where all it showed was, like, two people on a train looking at the moon. Huh. And I'm pretty sure I it was that one. Now. I could be totally wrong, but I think that's <laughs> the one that it was. Um, what else? Uh, I think the what I said, the only other thing I played was Battlefield Hardline Beta. Still loving that. I tried the other two modes. I still think I like Conquest Mode the best. But Hotwire and the other one escapes me. Uh, what the fuck is it? Heist. So heist mode is basically um, there are like packages and you have to secure them and get them to a drop point um, while the other team is trying to prevent you from doing that. I don't know if both teams have are trying to get the same uh, package and take it to their own um, drop point or not, but uh, that was a lot of fun and it was tough and it's, it's really cool the way that all the teamwork in Battlefield is so great. Like if... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If, like, you have a group of people that form a squad and play regularly, oh, you could just do so well. Yeah. Um, because teamwork is so important in that game, especially in, in the heist mode, because you have to work together as a team to, like, have people's backs while they're carrying the packages and stuff like that. And I feel like even with the people you don't know, uh, the players in Battlefield, for whatever reason, just work better together. I, I don't know. And you, nobody ever talks either. Yeah, I mean, you, I guess you kind of got have to go into a game like that, knowing that you're at least going to have to kind of work with the other people that yeah. you're playing with. It's it's awesome. Uh, so that's heist and hotwire is. They describe it as the classic conquest mode, just uh, moving on wheels. So it's basically there's like four or five cars that act as the bases that you take over. Um, so. It, and they're all uh, like A, B, C, D, and E around the map. So when you get to the car and get in it, um, you have that point captured. And you're driving around the map as the other team tries to take it from you. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And, like, your your squad members can get in the car with you. And, like, you hit R3 to hang out the window and you're shooting at the other people. And it, it, it was a blast. Um, but I did find myself playing just regular old Conquest mode the most. Because right. I just love that so much. Uh, one one change uh, that I love is that uh, like heavy weapons to take down helicopters aren't part of your repertoire, um, so they don't take up a slot mm-hmm. for your for your weapon. I don't think um, they were around the map in some of the houses. So like when you're running around the map, you'll see a little icon in a house right. that shows you there's like a rocket launcher here, and that is how you can defend against helicopters. But the game is so cool because I was playing this one match and this guy, people that are good at flying the helicopters are such an advantage because <laughs> they can just fuck with you so bad. This guy was just flying around like this light police attack helicopter 
and he was so good at it, and I was getting so mad because he was just fucking with everybody, and it was so hard to take over a base because every time you'd start, here comes the little police helicopter buzzing around, and he'd just <laughs> fuck you over so bad. So I was like, fuck it. So I finally go to this house where I see that there's a rocket launcher. I pick it up, and I get a lock on him, but he was so smart. He just went over behind this mountain every single time, too. He didn't do it by chance. Every fucking time i'd lock on to him he'd go over behind this mountain and just go behind it and he'd sit there and then like he'd peek back up over and if i locked onto him again he'd just go right back down nice it's just being a patient player is all it is and knowing like he could fly that thing so well and i just love that about battlefield it's it's great i wish i played the beta oh man i love it that that has become a definite buy for me I downloaded it i just never got the chance to play weekends are not not good times right for, for gaming for me but I'm interested in it. I will, oh. I will give you that. Man, I, I and the Cops and Robbers thing is so cool. Even though it's not a huge change, it is a slight change, but Cops and Robbers is just such such a cool thing. Yeah. And another thing that I love about Battlefield, um, the, the gun you start with, you unlock specific guns for both sides, for the cops and the robbers. Um, the guns that you start with, you don't realize it until you unlock more expensive guns that you earn cash for all the, the games that you play um, and the things that you do during. So, like... I unlocked, I think it was around $20,000, which took me a while to get. Uh, I ended up unlocking an M16, and it was just so much better than the first gun. And I like that you actually feel like you're progressing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. a lot of times the guns feel the same. There's a little bit of difference and stuff, like in terms of speed that they shoot and all that. But, like, it, it just was so much easier to use. And I felt like my time that I had put into the game and earned this cash to unlock this gun was, was well spent. Yeah. Because, like, I was looking forward to... Because, like I said, you can only use that on the cop side after you unlock it. You have to unlock a whole different set for the for the robbers. So I was looking forward to the next time I got to be a cop so I could use the new gun I got. And I that's the, I think that the way they did that is brilliant. The menus are still kind of a bitch. There's just so much going on in those menus that it's kind of tough if you've never played Battlefield before. Since I had, it wasn't a big deal. I still love being a medic. Nice. Assault class. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just such a good feeling, like, getting points for healing people. Yeah. I don't know. It's great. That and reviving. Yeah. So, I, man, looking forward to it. Really looking forward to Battlefield Hardline now. Wasn't even on my radar yeah. after my experience with the Alpha, but, yeah. Um, I can only talk a little bit about Monster Hunter. I went on the first mission uh, to find a stake for <laughs> my, the Caravanier, I believe it was his name. Yeah, I just got that mission, Eric. Okay. I've done nothing with it, but that's where I'm at. Well, I should start with the opening cinematic. Uh, it was really good, which we kind of mentioned. The the 3D effect on the opening cinematic was awesome. Easily probably the best one I've seen on a 3DS game, let alone um, a handheld game, period. Uh, looked so good. Uh, but then you get into the game, and you're on a ship, and it starts off with this really cool battle against this big sea monster, and it just kind of leads into another really awesome cinematic till you get to the town. Um, town looks great. The game, the, the graphics are really good. I was yeah. surprised at how good the game looked, mm-hmm. and uh, that, even though I'm not huge on graphics, it, I think I feel like it'll help me play this game longer than I might otherwise. Like with Bravely Default, it looked okay, yeah. but like Monster Hunter it looks really good. Okay, um, and I think that the Street Pass stuff, the way that ties into it, is going to be awesome, and just like. It's got that grindiness like Destiny does where you're trying to upgrade your gear and things like that. But 
I am kind of into that grind as it turns out. So I'm looking forward to getting more into that. And the multiplayer is supposed to be really well done for this game. And it's supposed to work well. So uh, I'm glad Corey got it because I really want to try the multiplayer. And it'd be great if you guys got it because we could go on four-player hunts. Tempting. Yeah. It's very You'll tempting. be really great. What's that? If Nintendo threw us a bone so we could play together. <laughs> yeah, that would, be, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, my first 45 minutes to an hour with Monster Hunter were really good. I'm looking forward to playing some more. Nice. I did complete that first quest, so, and it was fun. Good stuff. Good tutorial, too. I didn't feel overwhelmed, which is something I was worried was going to happen. Ugh. Because I hadn't played Monster Hunter before, and it's just supposed to be such a daunting thing. I didn't feel overwhelmed, and the controls were good. Uh, the the little nub to control the camera worked well. Um, not nothing really negative to say about it so far. That and that just reading the reviews that seems to be the consensus with Monster Hunter Four is it's a good entry for people who have never played before, but it's also really good for for longtime Monster Hunter fans. Huh, good. Sounds yeah, good. I think that's all I played. All right. What about you, Corey? What do you got for us? You guys want to talk about Hearthstone? Let's talk yeah. about Hearthstone. We'll talk a little Hearthstone with me, eh? Of course. So this past week, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, there's got to be tools out there to, like, you know, make me a better Hearthstone player. Um, so what I wanted was something that tracked my my gameplay, my wins, my losses, what deck I was using, what hero I was using, uh, all that fun stuff. And I, I tried out a couple, and most of them didn't work. I can't remember the name of the first one, but... Uh, what it did was it would run and it would use screen capture to rather than like read the log files of the game it would read your screen like a screenshot it would be constantly taking essentially it would constantly be taking screenshots to tell you um, and and log in the in the program what deck you were using what cards are in it uh, who you played against whether you won or lost and all that stuff but that one for some reason didn't end up working for me and I was reading on some forums and a lot of people had that issue so I was like screw that I don't really care so I got this other one oops it's called Tracobot um, and this just runs in the background and I think it works off the log file for the game and, and tracks all that information just wins and losses um, and when it was played and whether it was an arena or ranked match um, and that's on my desktop. So that tracks everything that I've done in Hearthstone on my desktop. I've got 37 matches tracked on here since Sunday. What's your uh, record? Um, I don't know if it says win-loss. 13 wins, 13 losses with my mage deck, 50%. Uh, three wins, three losses with my warlock deck, 50%. So about about 50%. Okay. Um, that's pretty but, good. I play most of my Hearthstone on my tablet, so it's not tracking everything. I don't know if there's a tablet app to track, especially for Android, since the game's relatively new on Android. I assume it takes some work. Um, but my cousin Chris suggested uh, this this tool called Hearthstats. And what Hearthstats is, is it's for the arena. You, when you're ready to do an arena run, you log into Hearthstats, uh, you tell them what hero you picked, and then you enter the way the arena works. I don't know. Are you guys familiar with the arena at all? A Dan? little bit. A little bit. Eric? Just from listening to you. Okay. Well, the way the arena works is it's like a draft. They show you three cards. You pick one card. You move on to the next, and you do that 30 times until you have a deck of 30 cards. So you don't really know ahead of time what you're going to get, so you kind of have to do your strategy on the fly. Um, what Hearthstats does, a lot, of, a lot of websites do arena tier lists, and they'll tell you... Um, 
they'll they'll list all the cards based on how good they are for the hero that you have. But what Harstats does is you enter each card individually, and it will tell you which is the best pick of those three cards. And it not only bases it on the tier list, it bases it on the synergies that that card has with other cards in your deck already. Um, it also bases it on like the mana cost and what you need based on the cards that you've already chosen, so it's a little bit more in-depth. Um, I didn't have a lot of luck using that for arena runs. I did, I think I did three arena runs with Harstats. Uh, the first one I was 0-3, which is terrible. Uh, I think the second one I went 1-3, which is not great. And I think the last one I did, I didn't pick exactly the cards it told me to pick, and I went 3-3, three three, hmm. which is a little bit better. Um, I don't know. Like For me, when I'm doing these arena runs, I... I I go by the tier list to first starters for like the first 15 cards. And then for the next 15, I base it on uh, what cards I personally like that seem to work well for me and the mana curve, which is really important because you want to get your mana curve right. So you get the right card on different, um, you get the right card based on the amount of mana that you have. So I wasn't in love with hard stats. Uh, it does help for beginners, but if you're trying to uh, get 12 wins, which some people somehow manage to do, um, I don't recommend it. You kind of got to use your own, use your own smarts beyond that. Yeah. Um, but aside from the arena stuff, I have been doing a lot of the rank stuff. And normally I'm around rank 19, rank 18. I don't usually get beyond that. I'm not very good in the grand scheme of things. But um, I kept playing this mage deck over and over again. Will, I, how, do you play Hearthstone at all anymore? I do a little bit, not as much as uh, because before in February. But so there's this one mech deck, mech mage deck that is everybody's playing it now, and it was pissing me off because it kept beating me over and over again. And I hate the mage; I never play as the mage. This is Jaina, right? Jaina, yeah. Right. So finally, I had enough. I'm like, fuck this. I'm make my own mage deck. So I made my own mage mech deck. I went on a seven game winning streak <laughs> and got to rank 17, oh, nice. which is the highest I've ever been. So congrats! So you <laughs> you made the cheap deck and you took it off. Yeah, I guess I don't know, uh, but I was like, wow, there must be something to this. Uh, I kind of stopped playing as it just because it's, it's kind of boring, uh, just because you see it over and over again. And everybody has it, and I don't know, it, it's kind of frustrating. It's the new, it's the hot thing. Uh, the other hot thing right now is the warrior deck that uh, pumps up the armor a lot. So I was playing against a warrior who at one point had not only his 30 health, because I never did damage to him, but 30 armor on top of that. Oh my god. Yeah, and at that point you're just like, fuck this, I quit. Yeah, you can't win. No, it's silly. It's Um, like when uh, the team you're playing in FIFA, it's always against Real Madrid. So fuck you, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, Real Madrid guy. I'm gonna beat you anyway. Yeah. Um, but lately I've been using a Warlock deck. It's a zoo deck, a bunch of creatures. Uh, it's kind of fun. It, According to the website I used to build the deck from, it can attain legendary rank. I haven't even come close. Um, which means that I am just not skilled enough, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> um, so what I think I need to do at this point is I've kind of got, I've kind of got my... I grasp on all the heroes and all the cards, and I have a really good understanding of all that. So what I need to do now is watch the pros play and take their advice on trading cards. Um, not 
by trading, I mean like using lower cost minions to take out higher cost minions um, and trade in that respect. Like the actual choices you make on the battlefield uh, is where I think I need to improve to, like to go to the next level. Yeah. Yep. You got to make a lot of smart decisions if you really want to go to the next level. So I guess that's next. Um, I don't know who to watch. Who's the good Hearthstone player to watch, Will? Do you know? Corey, if you got good and went to like tournaments and stuff, I would have so much fun rooting for you. Yeah. <laughs> Can you... be... I'm thinking about it. We could make a drinking game out of that, Dan. Yes, we could. I'm really thinking about it. Like, why don't I just why don't I just go full time with Hearthstone? I don't. Go, why not? Go Dude, pro. Fuck it. Try it. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Just start making a bunch of videos and. Yeah. That's a game people want to watch too. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. still boggles my mind. <laughs> yeah. Same here, Dan. <laughs> not a game I want to watch unless no. you're playing professionally. Then I'll watch it. I, it's nothing against it. It's, it's it's a fine game, but I I don't know why. Like I don't know why it's so popular on Twitch. I don't either. I really don't. It's always in the top three. I know. But back to Corey's question, yeah. Will. Do you know any popular? Uh... I don't. I really only know for like Smash, and that's about it. Actually, I don't really. Yeah. Li- I don't watch a lot of other games on Twitch. I really only watch that one Smash streamer and a few others here and there, but. Uh yeah, so I guess I'll ask listeners if you know of any good Hearthstone streamers, let me know. I'm I'm not into the really boisterous, annoying PewDiePie kind of people. I'm more into the more thoughtful, quiet, knowledgeable, knowledgeable <laughs> streamers. So if you know anybody uh in that respect, let me know. I I I really like I think that's the next step I have to take on my venture to be a Hearthstone pro. Nice. I like it. Corey's quest nice, dude. for 2015. Yeah, my 2015 quest. <laughs> it's sad. It's I'll wake up and uh I'll wake up around 8, lay in bed and just reach over and grab my tablet and play Hearthstone until I feel like getting out of bed. <laughs> Which sometimes is like two and a half hours. There's no oh, wow. Corey, that I know exactly how you feel. That's how I was with FIFA for yeah. a year. Yeah. It's like all I wanted to do. Uh huh. And it's like throughout the day, like I'll grab the tablet and play a game, but you 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 start to set your own rules. It's like, well, I can't just play one. Yep. And it gets to the point where, like, I I I set these boundaries. It's like if I lose two in a row, I'll stop. But then I'll lose two in a row, and I'll feel like the last one was kind of cheap, and I'll be like, that one doesn't count. Let me let me do one that actually counts. Corey, these are the exact thoughts that run through my head when I play FIFA. Like, yeah. well, Jeff and I'll be playing. We're like, we can't really leave off on that note. Like, I, <laughs> exactly. You know, I can't go to bed after that. Yeah. You know. Yep. It's literally like pulling teeth to get me to stop. <laughs> I know. I know how it is. I hear you. It's it's bad. It's an addiction at this point. Yep. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but I love it. It's a, it's a lot of fun, and I play all... The only heroes I don't play are Paladin and Priest. Uh, I play the rest of them. Shaman only Got occasionally. Got something against the Holy, have you, Corey? Uh, um, part of it is if I play against the Paladin or the Priest, for some reason I play against them so well and I beat them almost every time. I don't know what it is in my psyche as a Hearthstone player that allows me to beat them every time. It's but... like when the Patriots see that they're playing the Bills the next week. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's a win. Or like when the Giants see they're playing the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's that's a win. Guaranteed. It's guaranteed. <laughs> and then you just throw up a lucky-ass ball and David Tyree catches it. <laughs> or uh, Mario Manningham. Yeah. yeah, you just get a lucky card that comes out. 
Sure. I mean, that's, yeah, that's it in a nutshell, really. You get that flame strike on turn four. Sure. Sticks right or, to your helmet. Sorry, turn seven, you're set. Sticks to your helmet, touchdown. <laughs> he, put not, he put sticky not only on his hands, but on his helmet, too. Double-sided tape. Can you just cover yourself in sticky? Is there a rule against that? <laughs> there is, yes. Oh, okay. You're not even supposed to use it on your hands, are you? Nope. You can use something on your hands, but it's not. Against the, the rules. It's not the sticky stuff. Powder. Powder okay. gloves. So what else did you play, Corey? So that's the, the Hearthstone update of the day. Uh, I played a lot of Knights of the Republic. I'm about 21 hours in. Getting real deep into into Knights of the Old Republic. I really like it, and I know I mentioned last week that I had played it before. I don't think I've played it before. Really, nothing's I... ringing a. The only thing that rang a bell was the very beginning when I was on the spaceship. Maybe that's all you played. That must have been it. Because I had Cause it on. I... I had it on Xbox. Yeah, I remember that you did, and I thought I had played through it, but playing through it now, I don't remember a single drop of it other than that very beginning. So I think I think that is all I've played. Uh, what a great game. I, I really wish I had played it when it first came out because I think it would be in my top five favorite games of all time. Wow. Uh, it holds up really well. It's a great Star Wars story. And it's it's Bioware before Bioware was what we know it today. It was yeah. like the first. I mean, they they had done. You could um, see you could see the the influences uh, from Knights of the Old Republic that had on Mass Effect and Dragon Age and stuff. You see that stuff in definitely. its early stages. Walking around in the spaceports and stuff is yeah. it's it's Mass Effect. Yeah. Um, before Mass Effect was Mass Effect, and uh, Bioware had done. Um, oh, I'm blanking on Baldur's Gate, but other than that, I don't I don't think they had really done anything too big uh before knights of the old republic um i spent a lot of time playing pazic the card game uh-huh. got real addicted to that god you and your <laughs> fucking card games <laughs> i don't know and at one point I, I was feeling pretty good i had won a few so i went to one of the guys and wagered all the money that i had all the credits feeling real good going into it and lost it lost it uh. to him uh, but Pazic, it's it's the in-game sort of mini-game. It's a card game. It's sort of based on Blackjack, um, except you have to get to 20 rather than 21. I feel like it's a little bit rigged. I don't know if you remember it at all, Dan. I, I don't think I ever pl- I played it maybe once or twice. I don't think I stuck with it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of bullshit. Um, it's really not worth going into. But I love those little game within a game things and we don't really see too much of that anymore can you guys remember a single game because it's not only that fable has a card game but when you uh go into the turret on the spaceship to shoot the other ships and then the swoop bike races yeah um i like that sort of stuff too i like the mini games inside inside of video games it's great especially in an rpg like that's eric made the the tweet the other day about uh final fantasy 7 being a great snowboarding game (laughs) (laughs) bogged down by menus and (laughs) i didn't like i don't want to take credit for that i retweeted it from somebody else right right but it's it's a great point i mean you don't see that in games very much anymore and it, it adds it's so so much fun and I was playing um, Beardless, who is in the chat. Uh, maybe now, I don't know, he might have left, but uh, was watching me play and giving me a bunch of advice, which thanks to him, because um, I had no idea what I was doing. I wasn't using energy shields or anything, and combat was just a mess for me. <laughs> so it was good to have like a, ga- a guide watching me while I played. Um, but yeah, it, 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 we were talking about it, and it's just like, you don't you just don't see that stuff anymore, you know? Those little little asides that's that's 
not the game itself, but it's it's just so much fun. It's little great. T- little touch of class. Yeah, the game is a little rough around the edges. There's people. A lot of people having issues getting it to run good on their newer systems. Um, but I didn't have too many problems. I'm running it in windowed mode just so I can see the chat when I play because uh, I've been live streaming most of it. Um, but another thing I really like about the game is, and it sort of got me thinking. I kind of feel like games these days are a little too bloated. Yeah. Um, th- that kind of game. Yeah. Especially thinking, comparing Knights of the Old Republic to Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, in Knights of the Old Republic, everything, everything is sort of streamlined, and you're not constantly distracted by a million other things going on at the same time. So you're more willing to sit there and listen to what somebody has to say and absorb it all. Because there's not a million other things you have to pay attention to along the way. And I really feel like the game benefits from that. Like getting to know the characters and stuff is is so much better because there's not a thousand other distractions um, along the way. And and another thing um, I really like about it is that cutscenes are like a reward. Um, and I, I remember this being a big thing in older games, and now you don't really even notice cutscenes. You don't really acknowledge them too much anymore. But back then, like graphics were kind of shitty, and then you'd have this awesome cutscene, and it was like a reward. Yeah, you know, it looked so cool, and it was these cool things happening. It's funny because um, a lot of the cutscenes in games I play now are are they're shitty compared to the game, like uh, Dragon Age and Dying Light, both. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, on the computer, like it, it, the, uh, like all the graphics run in sixty frames per second on on my on my monitor, uh, the cutscenes run at thirty. Yep, and it is jarring to see how bad the frame rates are on the cutscenes. It looks terrible. Yeah, and you almost want to skip it because it looks so bad. Yeah, but. and in this one, like a simple thing like flying from one spaceport to another, you get a little cutscene. Yeah, and it's just great. You just sit back and you want to watch it, and it's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you like it. Did I was that the game I picked for you? Yes. Okay. I'm glad you uh, like it. The the music is another thing that's incredible. Uh, if without that, I don't think it'd feel like a Star Wars game. Right. Um, it has that constant sort of scored Star Wars movie quality to the sound. Um, the whole thing. I also really liked how Karth, um, and Bashila are kind of assholes to start. Yeah. <laughs> Because I saw a think, meme, by the way, about Karth, about him being really, yeah. It's great because you're so used to these games where, like, if a character's good, they're super nice the whole time, or if they're bad, they're super mean the whole time. Uh, but in this one, like, Karth is really sort of rude to you to start because he doesn't trust you. Yeah, which is based on his character and his backstory a little bit. Isn't Bastila kind of snooty? Bastila's very snooty. You rescue her, and yeah. she's all. Sort of like I did this on my own. You almost got in the way. Good thing I saved you. And you're like, well, no, fuck you. I did all the work, you know, and you just go back and forth. Uh, And that was also like the character I was role playing a little bit was somebody who didn't necessarily want to be thrust into the role that he was thrust into. Uh Um, So I sort of played both sides. And even to this point, I'm pretty close to the end. I've gotten all the star maps except for one. Um, And then once I get that, I go to like the Star Forge or whatever. And I think that's the last level. Um, I'm halfway between light side, light side and dark side, about fifty fifty. Oh, walking the line, huh? Walking the line. Um, just playing a, a sort of selfish character who, like I said, doesn't necessarily want to be in the role that he's in. Um, and I can play that, and that's fun. 
But even like just the Star Wars touches, like meeting with the Jedi Council and them accepting you as a Jedi and putting you through all the training and stuff, it feels really great for a Star Wars fan. Uh, that stuff's really good, and it kind of makes me want another Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, not... I can see, I can see people's want for you know Knights of the Republic three, yeah. four, and five rather than what we got with the, the old, old Republic. Republic. Yeah. Um. So there's that, and one thing. This is kind of an aside, but I wanted to bring it up here. Jahani, who's the Jedi who is kind of bad, but you can convince her to come back to the light side. Um, she says, I will be your doom. But the voice that she says it in is exactly this, almost exactly the same voice that Valera from Hearthstone says, I will be your death. Do you is think it's the same, same voice yeah, actor? It, the same? it could be. Well, it's, Let's look Almost it up. exactly like I want to do a comparison video. Let's look it to up. Prove it. But yeah, we, I mean, we can look it up later. What? What's the person's name in Knights of the Other Republic? Jahani. Jahani. She says, "I will be your doom." And uh, Valera in Hearthstone says, "I will be your death." And it sounds the exact same, other than that last word, obviously. Um, yeah, that's that's Knights of the Republic. Again, I really like it. Um, honestly, I'd I'd rather be playing Dying Light and and finishing inquisition and playing monster hunter but uh as i said knights of the old republic is a great game and i wish i had played it when it first came out because i think i would love it even more uh, i played a little bit of deus x human revolution director's cut um i haven't gotten further than when i played initially yet but i still really love the cyberpunk setting and the cybernetic implants and all that stuff's really cool uh-huh. um that's my favorite part of that game i suck at it i'm so bad at stealth games it's ridiculous i'm too impatient um maybe i just don't play play it stealthy anymore i don't know i'll figure it out haven't touched mario galaxy 2 haven't touched ocarina of time will yeah where's my ocarina of time bro Ah, uh, mom and dad were gonna ship it out because they're going out, and then I don't, I don't know if they ended up doing it or not. All right, because I was gonna send it out, but you know, I'm broke. Yeah, <laughs> so I hear you, brother. You'll get it. If not, I'll just drive it to you. I don't care. Um. Well, I'm gonna, I'm coming home next week. It's not the same person, by the way. It's not. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. I, I'll show you the audio clips side by side. It's it's really close. Okay. Um, I played two other games. NES Remix. I think we have a feedback about that though, so I'm not. I won't talk about that now. And then uh, I also played on my iPhone Mass Effect Infiltrator. That's that was the iOS game that came out alongside uh, Mass Effect Three, and you could use it to up your war readiness. Was that the phrase that they used? Yeah, it was in the oh, game. Yeah. Uh, it's actually really good. I got it for free. It was an IGN free game of the week or the month or whatever. Um, for a touch-based, uh, touch-screen-based first-person shooter, it's really well done. I only played like 15 or 20 minutes, but was really impressed with the graphics and, and how well it controlled and everything like that. Um, that game got hated on because it came out for uh, alongside and it was helping with uh, the uh, war effectiveness. I don't really get that, though. Why? Why would people hate on it? Because they were mad that you couldn't get your war readiness up in game other than that or the you multiplayer. Could, though. The multiplayer. Oh yeah. But everybody yeah. is like, I shouldn't have to play multiplayer. 
Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. But I was I was impressed with it. I don't know. I hope there's like some Mass Effect lore or something I'll get out of it. I hope it's just not this this touch based first person or third person shooter. But we'll see. It, it was all right though. I was impressed. It has four stars on the iOS store, uh, and I think that's fair. All right. But that's it. Sounds good. All right. Well, what do you got? Uh, I guess I'll do Evolve first. Um, so I'm just giving my first impressions, right? Yeah. What, what do you think so far? Uh, so for Evolve, for anybody who doesn't know, is the four versus one uh, multiplayer shooter where there's four hunters who are going after to take down a monster. Uh, I've played maybe five matches so far, and so far I really like it. I know the DLC things with it is pretty disgusting. I guess there's $60 worth of DLC that's not in the season pass in this game. I heard you could spend like 136 bucks yeah. on DLC. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I got it for free, so I don't I, you know, I got it pre-ordered so I bypass all the pre-order stuff. So what I've played so far, it's it's a lot of fun, honestly. Um, getting a good team together and hunting down a, a monster. And it's pretty it's pretty difficult because when the game starts out, you airdrop in as either the assault, you can play as the assault class, um, the trapper which sets traps of the monster. The medic, which does all the healing and stuff like that. And then there's the support, which does shields and uh, bombs and stuff like that. So you airdrop in. And you, it's basically like you're hunting down the monster. And the monster starts out, starts out at level 1. And it's really weak and you can kill it pretty easily. But it feeds on animals and stuff like that on the map. And it's trying to run away. And then it'll level up to 2. And then it'll level up to 3. And that's when it's at its most powerful. And it takes down a power relay. So that's how the game sort of works. And it's based around that concept. So your goal is to go in and try and kill the monster as soon as you can. And every class has its own different abilities. Like the trapper will set up like a, a dome around the monster so it can't escape. And like the four of your teammates can just attack it. Um, there's also a dog-like animal thing. I don't know what animal it is. It's not a dog, but it's kind of like that. But it helps you find the monster. And you can see the monster's tracks in there. Uh, my main complaint is there's only three monsters. There's the Kraken, the Wraith, and the Goliath, and you can't play as the Wraith if you didn't pre-order, I think. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. That's fucking stupid. But overall, the game's pretty fun. I've had a lot of fun. I will play more of it. Um, I just, like I said, I only did six games. I didn't really even go online. I just played with friends offline against a AI-controlled monster. Um, but yeah, that's first impressions so far, really. Mm-hmm. Is there any questions of... No. no. I've heard it's a lot of running around and not a ton of action. Uh, it depends. If you there was a couple of matches where not a lot of ha- not a lot happened until a little later. Uh it just kinda how how fast you find the monster. Right. Basically, is how what it boils down to. You can follow the dog and it's a little slower, or you can find the tracks and just follow where it is immediately, which is what we figured out was faster. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I can see that there's a lot of running around. The maps are pretty big, and they're pretty neat. Like, one of them, it's nighttime out, and it's raining, so it's kind of hard to see. Yeah, that's one I've seen a few times. And then, like, a, uh, the Wraith comes out of nowhere and attacks you, and it lights up and does lightning and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Um, the graphics are pretty good, too, for it. Huh? I just didn't... I, I can't see myself spending 60 bucks on this game, because I feel like it would keep my attention for, like, a week tops. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, I could see that. Especially not having anybody to play with. Yeah, if you didn't have anybody to play with, you would not. There's no reason to get this. Yeah. I wouldn't get it if I didn't have people to play with. Right. So that's huge. So that's basically Evolve. There'll be more of that. I'll get more in-depth. There's different game types and stuff. Um, 
So, Corey's been playing a lot of Hearthstone. I've been playing a lot of Heroes of the Storm and Super Smash Brothers. I think I played 15 games of Smash Brothers online today. And I won 13. Wow. Nice. Yeah. I'm, uh, I've been practicing a lot of different characters, too. I'm trying to get good with a bunch of different ones. Um, I'm still, like, Yoshi, Lucina, and Falco are still, like, my main characters that I use. But uh, I guess Ness, too, I use a lot. But I'm trying to get good with Duck Hunt Dog and... Um, forgot the other character that i've been oh chic mm-hmm. is it tournament time will you know we're talking about Corey going i think pro. maybe will should be going pro for smash yeah <laughs> um yeah i just want to be good it's smash is one of those games where i just want to be really really good at it you you guys can uh dan and i will ride you guys coattails to yeah. fame yep no, I'll go pro for uh, Overwatch. <laughs> Mario Kart, Dan, that's your thing. Yeah, Mario Kart is a game that. All I'm right, probably well, the best I'll go at. FIFA then. It's the only thing I got. <laughs> Have you ever watched a, a like pro run of a Mario Kart? Track yeah, game? I wouldn't be able to keep up with those people. All those it's little ridiculous. tricks they use. Yeah. Oh, Corey, this reminds me. You know, Saint. you know how I said that report was uh, that leaked report was false. Yes. The reason I said that is because they said Overwatch was in limbo, but they just Blizzard just announced that. At, PAX East, they're doing an announcement for Heroes and Overwatch and stuff like that. Yeah. So, that's why I thought it was false. Uh, Well, the one I read didn't say anything about Overwatch being in limbo. Oh, okay. Maybe it was a different one. Because the one that I I read is just like, oh, Heroes of the Storm isn't going to be anything. Overwatch is in limbo. Hearthstone's not doing that well. People seem to be reacting pretty well to Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, I don't don't know. Um, It just depends if, like, the Dota and... League of Legends crowd, how that goes. But that leads me into League or Heroes of the Storm. That's another game I've been playing a ton of. I try to get a hero to level 5 every night for the coins so I can buy more heroes. Uh, it takes a long time. I mean, if you've played Hearthstone, you know it takes a while to get coin. In this one, it's the same same thing, but everything's way more expensive, so it takes even longer. I think maybe two, three weeks it takes me to get uh, 10,000 coins for a new hero. Not all the heroes are 10,000, though, so... But uh, so just doing practice and getting good with a bunch of different heroes. But that leads me into four in February. Uh, I played and beat XCOM. Enemy hey. Unknown. Hey. Yeah, I beat it in two days. That's a lot of Damn. game time. That's like a thirty-hour wow. game. Uh, I think I beat it in twenty-two. Okay, that's pretty um, good. The first uh, month, France left, and then I didn't lose a country after that. And I was so mad because I was just kind of learning the ropes, and I wasn't, like, sure. on Like, I didn't know, like, launching a satellite at the end of the month is the best way to do it. Yeah. Because that reduces panic, and I didn't do that for the first month, so France bailed on me. France up and quit like they always do. Yeah. It's like, come How on. How many uh, Frenchmen does it take to defend Paris? None are willing. I know this one. <laughs> They don't know. They've never tried. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, I had a lot How of fun. You. I made, I we made don't a... have any French listeners. It's fine. Yeah. I hope they don't listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I made all of us in there. Um, I didn't pick any of the classes. You can't pick the classes, but, like, as soon as I got into the game, I just named everybody. Whatever class they got, you know, they got. Uh, Corey and I were the snipers. Ah, those are the most powerful. Yeah. Uh, you guys both got support. And then I made a couple of my friends who were varying. but uh, So Dan and I were riding your coattails in-game too, huh? <laughs> yeah, you guys were feeding us health. <laughs> All right. But uh, and that game is awesome. It's yeah. a lot of fun. My only complaint is the percentages for the hits didn't seem accurate at yeah. all. Yeah. I, was I like, had that issue too, Will. I was like, oh, 
99% of a hit, okay, I'll take the shot and I'll miss it, like, 50% of the time. Yep. Made Made zero sense. And, like, I lost a character because he was a shotgunner, and he ran up to him at an 80% hit to kill it. So I took the shot at it, and it missed, and it ended up killing him. And I was like... I said Oof. I said I hit more fifty to sixty percent shots than I did eighty to a hundred. Yep. No, it, it felt skewed. But uh, I had that same problem. If it says ninety nine percent, then it should hit ninety nine out of a hundred times, not fifty out of a hundred. Exactly. So that that was like my that was actually honestly my only complaint. I had a lot of fun playing that. I liked the different armors you got to mess around with. Like uh, I gave the snipers all like invisible armor, so like we can move in a position easier. You guys got flying armor. Like it was so. Did cool. you reload a save ever? Just because you didn't want people to die? Yeah, I did. Yeah. How Air- cool was the wall of remembrance? The wall of uh, remembrance yeah. for your fallen soldiers. I didn't even get to look oh at it. Oh my god, you have to. Well, yeah. I didn't Will, lose anybody. Uh, Will did you a didn't speed lose run. anybody? I lost one guy at the end. I reload saves every now and again if like uh, you guys died. All right. I didn't want to, I, you died like twice, and I had to reload. You should. You should uh, go. To the wall and remember your one fallen soldier. My my one fallen homie. It's pretty awesome. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. I wanted to play the enemy within, um, which is the like the expan. It's an expansion, right? Yeah. To it. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think of what other what else I liked about it. Towards the end, I didn't really like. I just kind of wanted to beat it, so I kind of like because I kept having to go through months, and I got kind of annoyed when like an abduction mission happened and stuff like that. Yeah. And I had a hard time with the civilians and aliens missions, yeah, because I was trying not to lose anybody, and like you have to like move fast yeah. to get all the civilians. And it's which that's when you make mistakes is when you're moving too quickly and someone advances too far and they get wiped out or pinned down. And yeah, it, exactly. Um, there, cause the the one enemy early, it was like the ones with the the weird the purple soldier, yeah. the alien that like did um, close range attack and it would kill like and make things into zombies and stuff like that. Yeah. Had a lot of issues with those early, yeah. but as soon like I I read a thing online saying upgrade upgrade to laser and plasma as soon as you can, which is what I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my soldiers were pretty powerful after that. And I didn't have too much issue after that. Um, the next game uh, is the Banner Saga. I played and beat. Hey, well done. Uh, this game was really hard. I thought I had to. I had to put it on easy. Yep. It's like mm. uh, Oregon Trail mixed really? with. Uh, yeah. A lot of hard decisions. Everything because I wanted to be nice and let people in, but then I would lose food, and then I didn't have enough renown because I was getting my butt kicked in battles. I didn't put it on easy till the last battle. Yeah, it was the same way. On chapter, I think there's six chap, five or six chapters. I think there's six chapters in chapter five I put it on easy because I was like, I just want to beat this. I don't want to struggle uh, anymore. And, yeah, I had a hard time. I, but I was like, it had no supplies left, so I was losing soldiers and yeah. stuff. And I was like... I think you're meant to. Yeah, it was difficult. And, like, I was making the wrong decision every time. That's how everything. I felt, too. <laughs> like, I, everything I did, I feel like I, I think, screwed up. I think it just kind of sets you up that way. Yeah. Was, there is a right decision yeah. for all the choices you can make. Cause you can That's what I don't like game. about it. You can Why? You can go through the game without losing anybody. I don't really? like there being a right and a wrong decision in those situations. Yeah, but it's really hard to get to. I like there being a decision that I make, and there's a result because of it. Yeah. Not right and wrong. Oh, you nope, you chose wrong. Well, now this guy's dead. Yeah, I like, well, okay. I don't know, Corey. I think you're splitting hairs there. Yeah. Uh, I disagree. It's not I splitting mean, hairs. In the end, That's you're still I, that, making that decision. We yeah, but we talk about um, 
like the Dragon Age Inquisition decisions and stuff like that. In in a game that I think really does it right is The Witcher. And I keep saying it over and over again is it's not right and wrong, it's a decision and there's a result. Well, no, I know th- that's not what we're saying. Like when you're going into the decision-making process, you can't tell what's the right decision and what's the wrong decision. No, you can't tell yeah, at all. Yeah, I, I like that, but at the same time, like I don't think there should be one that punishes you and one that gives you a boon. Well, I, I don't even know. Every if, time, I, I think that's kind of silly. I don't know if it works out like that per se, but uh, there's just essentially a way to go through the game without losing anybody. I don't know how exactly that works, but. Sure. That's like. Because the, there's a right decision every time. No, I don't think that so. I think, don't die. I, I think you have to have the right amount of supplies and stuff. I think that factors into it. Uh, you know, yeah. for for your oh, choosing to choosing to do battle and stuff. To, to be honest, I find it very hard to believe that there's a, a that's easy, what I saw easy way to pl- like play through it. That's what I well, I don't know, I don't know if it's easy, but I just saw that on the achievements mm-hmm. that you can go through the game without losing anybody. You, I don't know how you must have everything have to go right. Yeah. Um. There was am I allowed to get into spoilers because it came out last year? Yeah, you can get a few yeah, spoilers. I don't know the guy's name, but he was telling me in, towards the end of the game that the the Varal were getting all upset and like, why would they start like start following humans and stuff like that? And I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna tell him to shut up because I kind of trusted him because he helped me a little bit. He just he ended up betraying me. He lied about that and took um, uh, Rook's daughter Alette uh-huh. and like hurt her and stuff like that. And I didn't have Which her. Which guy for, like, was this now? It was like. Wh- wh- Starts with an O. Yeah. On Oneth. Oneth. I can't remember what his name is. It's exactly. something like that. And he made the guy who, the another guy seemed like the bad guy, but he's the one who ended up saving everybody. Yeah. And I was like, I felt like such a jerk because I was so mean to that guy because I was I was being deceived. Yeah. The whole I remember, time. I remember that that whole situation. <laughs> so that that you know. Well, what did you think of the game? I liked it a lot. It was awesome. That was um, my pick. Yeah, it was a very good pick. As I said, I had a really hard time playing it. I had a kind of a headache while I was playing it, so I was trying to blow through it. And I didn't read a lot of the, I didn't read all of the um, conversations. I was just like kind of clicking X to get through it because oh. I kind of wanna wanted to beat it. I didn't do it for all of them, but uh, and I didn't get to experience the hard final battle because I had it uneasy already. I can see <laughs> why that would have been a huge pain. Oh my god! I think they, I think they patched it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I. Yeah, holy. I know they, when I had played it, they had already been talking about patching it, but they did, Eric. Yeah, I think I did hear that. Did any of you beat it on like the normal? I would have if I had known what the fuck to do. Mm. I had I had them down where I could have shot the arrow. Yeah, but I didn't know what did I do wrong. I didn't. I th- either I didn't know that I could only shoot the arrow with one person or something like that. It was something stupid like that, but I had them in a position where I could have beat them. Yeah. But there was something stupid that I didn't know I had to do that prevented me from winning. But did then you, I couldn't get, I couldn't do it again. Did you um, not know who was the one that was going to shoot the arrow? That could have been it. That happened to me at first. It was probably that then. Because it was the one. It was one of the conversations I skipped. I didn't realize I had to let be the one that was going to. Probably shoot. what I did too. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, because I had him down to to shoot him and. Uh, just didn't I didn't know what to do. So. Yeah, um, there's gonna be a second one, right? Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be pretty awesome. It's coming yeah, to I console too. Can't wait. I think it's a trilogy, right? Didn't they say that? I don't know. Yeah, that was a very good game. I enjoyed it. Uh, but next, I played Sunset Overdrive and I beat it. Yeah. Oh no, that was my pick. Yeah. I didn't wait, pick Banner, Dan picked Saga. Banner, Banner Saga. I picked Banner Saga. Must okay. Be. What did I pick? XCOM. You, yeah, you picked XCOM. Well, I had the best list. Um, yeah, he did. He's almost done too. Well, of course he is. Sun- or maybe he is done. Sunset, <laughs> he's he done. Is. Sunset, Sunset Overdrive is uh, 
an awesome game. Wasn't it fucking great? So much fun. My favorite faction was the LARP. The oh, my LARPers. God, yes. They were great, and I loved going yeah. to the farmer's market to get them food. Uh, God, I have the worst and fucking memory. You were shooting crows with a fire, the fi- the flamethrower weapon. That was a long day. Yeah. <laughs> but that game was awesome. Uh, it was just so funny, everything. I yep. There's not many games that I play where I laugh out loud that often, but that one was one of them. The LARPers were great. The, there was definitely my favorite faction, and... You know, the final boss, I expected it to be a lot harder than it was because there was a couple times, the f- like, I didn't get used to the fighting until... Yeah, it takes a while. Like, halfway through the game. Uh, once I got used to it, like, I was br- starting to breeze through it, and I was like, oh, the final boss is going to be hard. But it wasn't... It was fun, though. It was a lot of fun. Cause the ending it, was great. Yeah, it, it was awesome. Did you like the tower defense part of it? I did. That was the hardest part of it. Yeah. It actually got legitimately hard. Yep, it was... Uh... Nerve-wracking. It really was, because, like, if you fail, like, they just lower the time and give you another shot, but I never wanted to fail. Yep, and you have to, like, go back and forth and back and forth and set up traps and shit. Yeah, and I had a hard time picking, like, I only use, like, three guns. Yeah, I didn't use many of the guns either. For most of it. And, like, I didn't even realize there was a freeze cannon, which would have helped me a lot. Like, I didn't use any of those. I kept on using the... The 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 pistol they gave the dirty is it dirty Harry yeah yeah dirty Harry <laughs> yeah with frost damage so it would freeze a couple of the soldiers I used the teddy bear cannon yep a lot <laughs> <laughs> we used the same guns and there's another one I used I think the like an assault gun. rifle I used a shotgun okay I used the teddy bear cannon a lot yeah that was my main go to yeah <laughs> for crowd control yep um. That game was awesome. I recommend it, and for everybody who has one to get that and play it, yeah, uh, for sure. It was, it was it was great. I've got my fingers crossed for PC release eventually. I, they should. I don't know why they wouldn't. Huh? I don't see it. No. Why? Just get that sense. They put Rise. I have that same sense. I don't know why. Dead Rising Three. My spider sense is going off on PC. Tingly. Yeah. Although I think that's a Microsoft game right yeah, yeah. It, yeah it is i don't I'm think glad uh, you liked it well i don't think rise and dead rising were but anyway um i did not play wind waker yet oh okay uh, I, I went to uh then i just started playing smash online uh-huh. um, somebody sabotage him why i'm proud of him i think he did a great job yeah so good job will so he doesn't do it i got i'm gonna win the beaten games this year i'm really going for it good uh, job will thank you eric yep as long as Watch. i have one supporter I told me. you this is supportive, Eric. Come on, Corey, bring it. I'm already at like 15 games or 14. Corey, you're games. already 12. wicked far behind. You're at 12. What am I at? One. Yeah, you are at one. Hold on, I have nice. a list. Two, Corey. You're in last. Mighty. Buckwheat. You know what I need is uh, never mind. If I miss anything, let me know. Never mind. No, you're right. I was gonna I was gonna insult Will, but I I it's rude. No, just say it. <laughs> no. What, are you scared now? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm not scared. I'll get you. Will would beat your face in, probably. Corey, I think this is the year you fall in the beaten I'll get games. You. I'll just... Uh, I hope so. Let's see what mobile games haven't I beaten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watch out. Corey's going to open the purse strings for those buck or two it, games and just start a hammering on them. If he did, I would, too, because I already, I already have 12 games beaten, and it's February. How'd you beat twelve games in February? That's already more games than he beat all He's last year. He's got a lot of time on his hands. Jesus. I'm f- Don't worry, we're gonna get him a job soon. Instead of yeah. 
That's true. Instead of me not forcing myself to play video games, like, I like every game that I've been playing, but I hit a point where I just don't feel like playing anything anymore. I'm forcing myself through it. We gotta get Will a girlfriend. That'll put a damper on things. Not until I win the video games this he year. He has a secret girlfriend. Has for years right. now. A secret mistress. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm going to start Wind Waker probably, depending on when we get home tonight or tomorrow. So Maybe have it done for next week, huh? Maybe. Be done. Uh, Sounds never, like it. You never know. I'm going to do it or with a guide. We're so. halfway through the month, eh? Yeah. As of tomorrow. Oh, geez. I better get going. Oh, I should say I started XCOM on a Saturday, and I had beaten it on Sunday. Beat the Banner Saga that Sunday, and then I beat Sunset Overdrive on Monday. Jesus wow. Christ. You're sick. Yeah. <laughs> I did okay. S- did some good work. Nice. Uh, that that's it though. That's Dan. all you got. Okay. Uh, for me, I beat Dust. Yeah. yeah. Jake just hey. asked in the chat. If yes, you had. I did beat it. Uh, I had a little trouble initially with the last boss. Well, I don't know if you had trouble. Yep. I went in and I was unprepared for the final battle. I had because because the the spot that you have to that or the spot that you're in leading up to the last last boss uh kind of depletes all your resources uh, i was out of money i was out of all my healing items i was a little not under leveled but not not close enough to be able to do it did you have good gear uh it was it was okay but not good enough so i backed out and i just did some grinding for like two hours mm-hmm. uh, i went back and saved some of the friends yep uh, Did you not think that the game was ending where it was? No, that? I knew. Oh, okay. I knew it was going to end. Um, but I, I just wanted to go back and, and level up a little bit more and, and finish upgrading my equipment. And uh, I went back and whipped whipped the final boss a good one yeah. pretty easily. Uh, I went up like six levels in like two hours or something like that. I didn't ex- it's really easy to level up. Yeah. Uh, even if you go kill like the stuff in the first first couple of levels, you like if you do that for like 10 minutes you go up a level mm-hmm. so it's really easy to level up and you know i upgrade all my gear like i said found the friends uh which give you five percent health boost um so i had a lot bigger of a health pool and stuff so yeah um i didn't expect the final boss to be like four stages yeah it was different. i think it was three stages three stages okay that might have been four Three or four. Yeah, it was three or four. I don't remember exactly, but I was like, oh, man, I got to keep going, and I'm almost dead. Yeah, um, but that game was awesome. Yeah. I really, really liked Dust. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew I knew I would like it, but no, I didn't know I'd like it as much as I did. Because even when I, when I had to go back and grind, normally that pisses me off, but I was like, you know, it was fine. It was fun combat. Yeah, because, like, you could do some pretty cool, like, you could, like, hit him into the air and then jump into the yeah. air and just, like, fly around swinging your weapon and stuff, doing there's, magic. There's a lot of cool combos, and, and like I said, it's really easy to level up. Like, it, you don't feel like you're taking forever to grind a level out. Mm-hmm. Uh, even killing old stuff, if you whip through it real quick, you you level up pretty quickly. So yeah, Jake uh, said he's having a little trouble and he keeps dying in the third stage. Third stage, uh, I think of the boss fight, maybe. Um, oh yeah. What I did is you might have to grind, but I made sure I had like the ice weapon. I had to go to the ice world, and it does like two hundred and fifty damage or something like that. It was really high. I think I got lucky with the the like blueprint for it. Yeah, but that's what I got, and then like I kind of had decent armor, and I just had a lot of like food. That yeah, me. I was a juggernaut with my damage. I I killed him in like five hits or something like that because I was doing so much damage. Holy! Crap. At that point, you know, because I had, I had focused on doing a lot of damage. 
Uh, just do a lot of dodging too. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. The hardest part, I thought, was the mansions part with the old lady. Yes. That was the hardest that part. That was pretty hard. Because I kept on getting lost. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that stupid monster that you couldn't kill was chasing you. Yeah, and, you, like, you had to hit stuff to, like, break it to get away. Yep. Yeah, that was the hardest part, I thought. So, awesome game, though. I loved it. Uh, and then I started Lord of the Rings War in the North. I've probably played maybe three or four hours. Uh, I it's not bad so far. Uh, I do have a complaint, Corey. You can get into this with me a little bit. I, I know Will played it too. Uh, not being able to swap your characters while you're mm. playing the game to level up stuff, level level them up, and uh, give them equipment is obnoxious. You can't do that. No, that sucks. You mean like mid stage? Yeah, like like uh, I was expecting you could pr- like push up on the D pad to switch characters. Because when you level up, like you put stats in and unlock abilities, and you can't, you know, you can't do it. Or if you find equipment for one of your other characters, one of the other three characters, you can't, you can't give it to them. There's no way. You, you have to go back to like the hub area. No, you have to. Well, for me, I have to like log out of the game and log back in. And then aren't there sp- only three characters? There is three characters. But it's still obnoxious. Like you know, you need those levels and the and the equipment. There's no easy way to manage it for your three characters. You can only pl- you do one character at a time. I don't know. I just don't know why you can't switch while you're playing and in the middle of a stage. It just makes no sense to me. Are you sure you can't? I'm pretty sure. I spent. Well, you some can. Time you can. You can. Oh, you're right. You can't. No, you can't. You you can in between stages, like you said. Yeah. But that's once every, like, hour of playing time. Yeah, you can just send them equipment and hope they equip it, right? Yeah, I think they equip it if they have an empty slot. I don't know okay. if they equip Or maybe if it's better, they equip it. I don't, there's you're no right. way. There's, 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 there's no way to tell other than the visual. Mm-hmm. Um, but the combat's fine. Uh, I like the Lord of the Rings, you know, setting, obviously. Uh, I haven't gotten too far into it. I'm in Fornost. Oh yeah, right, you're you're early on. Right at the beginning. Yeah, like I said, I probably three hours in into it. Um, it's okay so far. The game, I will say, for me, it got better the more I played it. Yeah, I can um, see that. Well, that was a fan pick for you, right? Yes, yes, it was. Okay. But really, that's the only complaint I have so far. Like, it just makes no sense to me from a a game design standpoint. I don't. I and I know they they made it so that you could play it with three friends and or three people. Uh, and that you would hope you have two other friends controlling other characters, but right there's I mean they can't have assumed that everyone was gonna uh, play it with two other people, you know. Especially four years after it came out. Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah. It, yeah, I don't know, but it's it's a it's a decent game so far. I'm interested to hear your opinions on the lore uh, and everything going on, being a, a Lord of the Rings guy. Yeah, I'll I'll keep you posted. Yeah, I haven't gotten into the meat of the story yet, so I, I can't comment on it yet. But well, I was a little bit bothered early on because you you do have that moment where you go to the um, uh, prancing pony, yeah, and it's it's very reminiscent of Lord of the Rings. I'm like, it felt like they were just trying too hard, uh, but from there it sort of takes a tangent and does its own thing. Yeah, which is good. I think I like that about it. Yeah. I wish there was the amount of expanded universe stuff for Lord of the Rings as there is for like Star Wars. You know? Yeah, that'd be great. But 
Well, then Disney will buy Lord of the Rings and say all the lore that isn't from them doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's all I played, I think. I played, like, maybe 20 minutes of Dying Light. I wanted to play more, but I'm still I love to... that game. I It's, it's underrated, really, too, it's in really my good. opinion. It's really good. It is Even though it got good reviews, I think it deserves better. Yeah. Agreed. I'm digging it so far. Uh... I think that's everything. Yeah. Feedback? Did, I got to go. Yeah. I just want to make sure you got the feedback. Yes, email. I did. Okay. I am all set with feedback. All right, gentlemen. Should we take a quick breather? Yeah, we could take a break first. In just a couple minutes. Yeah. All right. All right we'll, we'll take a quick break and be back with feedback right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 186 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in our feedback segment. Uh, which I have called up here at the moment. The first is from Idaho Jake on Twitter, who says, I just got an achievement for watching three episodes of Netflix in a row on my X-Bone. Oh, they have they have achievements. One of my they, one of all my, that stuff? Oh, yeah. One of my friends got an achievement for watching 30 days of Netflix or something like that. Or really? 30 days in a row or something. Do you get gamer score? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. They, get, they added achievements to, like, everything you do. I get them on Twitch. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Achievements are much more meaningless nowadays, aren't they? They really are. I kind of realized that once I got one for Netflix and Twitch. I was like, hmm, I'm not really doing anything for no. this gamer score. Because I felt like well, a lot of them were accomplishments, you know, yeah. in games. Well, and Microsoft did it right, and they set the set the standard where, like, each game was a 1,000 achievement points. Yeah. And however the game itself wanted to divvy those points up, fine. But, like, I don't know. Now, like, it, I don't feel like enough platforms have that what's the word i'm looking for have that standard where you can look at somebody's achievement score and say whoa wow they they play a lot of video games kind of thing like yeah. it's just all arbitrary yeah you're right i know steam doesn't do a great job of of that it's it's kind of hard to find someone else's achievements and that's something they could they could do a little bit better job of yeah know. but uh facebook uh, Travis says, I have to say I completely disagree with Corey's take on NES Remix. While his description of the game was correct, it really is a ton of fun. While the challenges are very simple at first, the difficulty ramps fairly quickly, and the levels and challenges get very hard and very satisfying when you complete them. If you like playing old NES games, NES Remix is awesome. I guess if someone really hates their childhood and wants to kill all little children's Nintendo dreams, it would be possible not to like this game that's the only way and for the record when Corey says a game isn't very good about 75% of the time I agree with him I like those odds I'll take them no I've I've actually uh, I've played quite a bit more NES remix since in in I will say I do like the actual remix levels where they take like Donkey Kong and put Link in them. Uh-huh. Uh, I hadn't played those before because it takes a while to get to that point where you can play those games where they actually remix things. Uh, and that was kind of fun to me. But my opinion of the game overall is still the same. I don't think it's worth... Uh, I think it's 30 bucks right now. I don't know what it was when it came out. Certainly not worth that. Um, it's fine. Yeah, he's right. It's fine if you, if, you're, if you like revisiting old NES games. I don't. Um, there's too many good games out today um that for me to go back and play old nes games it's fine like it's a good time killer i'll go and and plow through a couple levels um and it's a good little addictive 
time kill, but other than that, I, I still don't love the game. Okay. Now, one of the bit things I, I heard them talk about before it came out was one of the things people like to do is it, it's got a good leaderboard system, and a lot of the fun of the game is is beating other people's scores on the leaderboards. You know, I haven't seen any of that. Yeah. Whether it exists or or what, I don't know. I I, haven't I remember come across that... it. They don't call attention to it, at least in the first one. There's NES Remix Two, right? Oh, There's like a second one. Maybe it's only in second one. It could I, be. But I feel like they brought it up. This was 3DS too. I remember them talking at E3 about NES Remix Two and about the leaderboards. Yeah. Well, Eric talks about uh, what's that motorcycle game? Trials. Fusion. Um, yeah. If Fusion. if like you guys had NES Remix and we were competing for top times or whatever i think that yeah then definitely that would be a lot more fun yeah um but for me just to play through old nes stages it's not it's not great i have since last week when i talked about it unlocked legend of zelda stages which i didn't know were in the game that's a big boon um something else too that i oh uh ice climbers uh, another one um so i'm constantly unlocking things and it is getting it is improving, but I still, again, like I said, I wouldn't spend $30 on uh, Wii U version. Gotcha. I wouldn't even spend my 300 coins right. through Club Nintendo that I spent on it, but it's good. Okay. It's fine. Sounds good. And then Travis, uh, in response to the Bethesda conference at E3 announcement, uh, he says, this is interesting. Maybe we'll get a Fallout 4 announcement. Honestly, what I'd really like is a Fallout game in the same style as the original Fallouts, but I'd be pretty thrilled with Fallout 4. Cause I didn't play the original Fallout. It's like Wasteland, though, right? I, yeah, I played I played the first Fallout. It is a lot like Wasteland, yeah. Okay. Um, I would like to see them do that in addition to Fallout 4, instead, you know, instead of one or the other. Just have, have a smaller team of developers make, a, make an old-school Fallout game, you know? That would with, that even be good a good like promotional item? Yeah, to come like out to come out bit. before or something, and maybe something that you do in that game carries over to the the sort of Elder Scrolls Fallout that we know. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. Have it be uh, indie pri- indie game price, sure, fifteen twenty twenty five bucks, um, and yeah, have it have it tie into Fallout Four somehow. I think that would be awesome with all that the modern awesome. conveniences. You know, yeah, that'd be great. You could even make, you know, you could make your uh, your Bethesda choices in in this mini this indie game that carry over into the full game. Yeah, that would be fantastic. That would be cool. Who knows if it'll end up being like, uh, you know, work out well. You know. Yeah, I think I think we're we're definitely going to get a Fallout Four announcement, right? You I know, would I would think yeah, so. Why else would they do a I press think, conference? I think it costs a lot of money to have one of those things, so. Yeah, to I buy can, I can imagine. two hours of stage time. Yeah. Is that how long they are? Two hours? Three hours? At least two? Uh, I think they're usually 90 minutes. Oh, okay. If I remember correctly. But uh, Email from Ellie in New York. Nothing in life is free except for something that they love more oh, that's, than that's life. That's question of the week. week. Oh, is that question G-O-T of the week? OT dubs, yeah. Okay. Uh, then I email from Idaho Jake. Hey guys, I'm having problems being dust, so I might move on to the Metro games. I got into the beta for Neverwinter, and is like any other MMO, but playing with a controller was great, and that is what made it fun. I rented Saints Row 4 for the Expo, and it took about 12 hours to install. WTF Microsoft. I hope your guys' tax season is good like mine, because I'm going to pre-order Elder Scrolls online, and something else is not sure what. What are you guys going to spend your taxes on if you are getting a refund? 
Well, part of it was my new 3DS. Uh, I got some stuff for my tablet, and then I had to get a new power supply for my computer because uh, my my power supply died. So today, today this yeah, I had to fi- fix my computer this afternoon in the few minutes of free time that I had. Can't believe today. that happened. <laughs> well, you know, what else? <laughs> so, what about you guys? Tax returns. My tax return will be spent on my rent in the coming months. Gotcha. Um, although I did buy the new 3DS XL, which financial advisors would have advised against. But, yeah. hey, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's your decision. <laughs> Can't get blood from a stone, right, guys? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Will? I, I haven't even done them yet. I don't even know how much I got. Okay. But probably into my savings account. You probably did all right. You probably claimed zero, eh? Pro- probably. I don't know. You probably did. I don't do any of that. Yeah, that's when you fill out your, uh, whatever, what's its face? W- W-2-4-7? I don't know. Who gives Four, a crap? W-9, something. It's all nonsense. <coughs> yeah. Like, I got to work and somebody's going to come and take that money from me? Come on. <laughs> Uh, I think that's it for feedback. Feedback, right? Thought this was America. I'm sorry. I thought this is America. All right, moving on to question of the week answers uh, from Idaho Jake. Kids these days will never know what zero for operator means or how annoying it was when a friend had zeros and or nines in their number when you had a rotary phone. Kids these days will never know what be kind re- rewind is. <laughs> there are tons more, but I'll stop with those. Those are two really good ones. Oh, that was so annoying. Hopefully that movie Be Kind Rewind is enough for people to know what that's about. Yeah, maybe. I doubt it. That probably won't even be around. I mean. Well, if here's the thing. If you think about it, um, like vinyl is having a resurgence right now. Yeah. And one of my, when I was living in Brooklyn, one of my friends who was in a band released their EP on cassette only. Okay. So maybe there will be, like, a VHS resurgence like re- there is for vinyl. I really can't see a, vi- uh, a VHS resurgence. That it's would like be a, crazy. It's like a collector's item, though. Oh, I get that, but... It's kind of hipster and cool. I was just going to say that's very hipster for them to release that. Uh, yeah. I don't even think... Like, you need a VCR to play this thing? Like, that. that's kind of cool. I don't know. I, just, I don't see music being, like, music and movies, and I, I just don't see them in the same... Yeah. Same light, you know. I just think You're right. with 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 the the definition and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of cool to go. Well, I, there's a little bit of that in retro gaming. Like a lot of people, uh, for emulators and stuff, will simulate the old lines on the on the television screen, like on their computer monitors. Like that's a yeah. feature on people's emulators. The scan lines. Yeah, scan lines. That's exactly right. Uh, yeah. So so you never know. I mean, they may have. Uh, for if you play a movie on a computer, they may have like things that do that to make it look like you're watching on a new movie on an old four by three. Well, let me television. ask you this, Dan. Going back to our Fallout indie thought experiment we were just talking about, yeah. If they put it out on five and a quarter floppy only, would you go out and buy a like an external five and a quarter floppy drive? No, just to play that. No, you wouldn't. No, if How that about... was the only way it was released, yeah. How about Fallout Fallout Four on a floppy? I don't know. I, well, I mean, the data space, you it know, wouldn't. data data aside, <laughs> it wouldn't work. There's no way in hell that would fit. 
I think um, I would go out and buy a five and a quarter floppy. Because I mean, honestly, what's an external five and a quarter fl- floppy drive like? Five bucks. Can you even get them? I would assume. Well, let's look at that up. We got it. We got to figure that out. I mean, it's just USB, really. I'm sure there's those floating around for for people wanting to run old, so- really old software. <laughs> floppy drive. <laughs> Sovereign external USB floppy disk drive, fourteen bucks. Really, that's it. Yeah, I would probably three and buy and a half internal floppy disk drive, ten dollars. I would probably buy that if I, that was the only way to play it. I don't know that that's possible though. What do you mean? It just plug into USB? No, I know, but even the read speeds on those things are are so slow compared to what you would need to run them. Well, yeah, the, even, the even a decently modern game. The hypothetical indie game would obviously be very low quality. It would be I like gotcha. a Crystal Castles kind of thing. It would be like like Wasteland One that came out in like 1988, yeah. or even just like a text adventure. That would be neat. And you wouldn't you wouldn't need read and write speeds. Of, of, Wouldn't matter. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a nice distraction. <laughs> I would. I would. I'm into that. I I'm forget about VH, VHS tapes, though. That's something I don't think about very often. We still have so many of them. I know. At mom and dad's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Travis says, "Hey guys, I feel." I'm somewhat qualified to answer the question of the week because I have four kids, a set of 16-year-old twins, an 11-year-old, and an 8-year-old, all girls. Sometimes I feel like I'm drowning in an estrogen ocean. (laughs) But anyway, my answer is kids these days will never know what it's like to not know an answer. My older two kids both have iPhones, and the younger two have iPods that will connect to Wi-Fi. Anytime they have a question, all they have to do is look it up on the Internet. Back in my day, if I had a question, I either had to find it in an encyclopedia from somewhere or ask someone and hope they weren't a moron. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's also a good point and something I never would have thought about. That was actually right along the the lines of uh, of mine. Is, is kids these days will will never know what it was like to not have everything at your fingertips. Yeah. Any and piece that's, of that's information. such a like crazy concept to think about. Yeah. You know, the, di- I... the difference between now and 15 years ago, you know, when we were kids is like Travis said, you know, if we wanted an answer to something, we had to go look it up in a book somewhere that or, we probably didn't own or ask someone that you hope knows the answer. And if they made something up, you just bought it because you, they were more. Yeah, exactly. They were more knowledgeable than you were about it. Uh, yeah, like I was gonna say, because technically, like I'm quite a bit younger than yeah. you guys, so like this was a lot harder for me to answer. And like the thought of my life growing up not being able to get any answer that I needed quickly, yeah, because wonder how different. Even when you were a little kid, we had a, a computer. good computer that we played games on. You know, yeah, like the so. first game I ever played was Age of Empires on yeah. there. Like it was good enough to do all that. So like it was just it, like you know having a smartphone. Like I just can't imagine not having it. Yeah. You know. That's absolutely right too. It's like even something simple is like, oh, when's the next Ranger game? Right. How would you find that answer without having the internet? TV guide. Like newspaper, I I guess they I think they list yeah, upcoming, upcoming schedule for like local teams, but yeah. what if you are what if you're Dan Murtha living in the Binghamton area and are trying to find out when the next Predators game is? Yeah. 
guess. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's bizarre. That is bizarre. Okay. Uh, moving on, Ellie in New York. Uh, kids these days, nothing in life is free except for something that they love more than life itself, and that is the Internet. Now the government is pushing net neutrality, which will take away free access to the Internet. It gives the feds the ability to tax and regulate the Internet. It will allow them to impose charges for website access and to regulate postings on social media. Wake up, young people, if this goes through, and it looks like it will. Freedom of Internet speech will be limited. Speak up now on social media and don't be fooled by the lie that it will make access to the Internet better. So that's kind of a hot topic floating around nowadays is the whole whole net neutrality thing. Definitely. And I, I kind of I, – I sit the fence on it. I don't – I have no idea. Um, there's probably parts of that that are good. There's probably parts that are really bad. I don't even know nor care. It, it's really tough because, you know, the good libertarian in me is like, no, net neutrality. You don't, you don't want to give the government any power yeah. um, over the internet. But then, like, the consumer in me who wants good internet is like, well – there's no good answer in the near term. Yeah. We kind of need it, you know, to to satiate our, our internet needs. Yep. Um, maybe, you know, maybe Google Fiber can sweep in or something, but who really knows? So I'm yeah. with you, Dan. I, I sort of sit the fence on it. It's, it's a really tough, tough thing to, to not only wrap your head around, but to find some common ground on and, yeah. and figure out which, which direction to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the wait and see approach right now um, because I, I have no idea what to think or what, you know, you really can't tell what's going to happen. You know, um, I think it's all bad. All of it. Yeah. So I I guess my opinion on it would be it it really shouldn't have gotten to this point. No, you're right. Uh, And a lot of the problem is uh, the local uh, municipality uh, monopolies that that the Internet, you know, you can't compete with anybody because you can't. You can't, you know, like uh, Verizon Files can't swoop in to the Binghamton area and offer people a, diff- a different option for internet access. We have Time Warner Cable, or we have um, DSL. DSL, yeah. That we have. There's an Earthlink we have, but that's controlled through Time Warner. So it's basically we have Time Warner Cable yeah. where we are. Uh, there's a handful of cities. Like I know where you were. You had a few options, right? I know yeah. one one of your options was one of the better internet service providers uh, yeah we, we i mean we had optimum online which i was thoroughly happy with yeah that's that um, co- constantly rated one of the better ones although they even pulled some jank too they they did the old uh they if you were an optimum customer unless you opted out your your wireless router would be used as a public access point. Oh, I remember you telling us about that. They're not the only ones to do that either, but you have to you have to specifically go in and opt out from that. Otherwise, other people can use your router for internet. Wow, needs. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me and my wife are actually looking uh, at possibly moving within the next like two years, and uh, one of my stipulations is wherever we move, it will have good internet. Preferably gigabit, a uh, gigabit internet, but if we can't get that, it's just got to have good internet. Yeah. Because where we're sitting now, uh, the best we can get is what you have, Corey, is 50 megs down and five up. Yeah. It's pathetic. It's sad, really. Yeah. Well, um, New York State, they just passed that legislation or 
I don't know if they passed it, but it's yeah. Least... They're they're uh, trying to invest into internet infrastructure, which uh, I was excited for at first. But a lot of people said that that's happened. That sort of stuff has happened before, and the uh. companies just pocket the money and don't really make any significant changes. How is that okay? okay? I don't know. That's that's the whole thing. It's called politicians. Yeah, it sounds like somebody passed this legislation and and had this agreement with the ISPs. Uh, that makes the politician look really good, and the ISP actually has to do nothing. Yeah, and the politician probably gets uh, uh, campaign funds for it. Or a cushy job in, in the future. Yeah, after okay. he retires from public life. Okay, so they passed this legislation to make the internet better, so they give him the money, and then they take it and don't do that. Yeah, nothing significant anyway. That's what I've heard. That hasn't necessarily happened here yet uh, because that this whole thing just happened like mid-January, I think. I first heard about it. Um, so we don't know how that's going to go, but other places I've heard of that sort of thing happening. So Boy, did that ruin this whole thing. Who knows? I was yeah, excited. No. Uh, well, so was I. And, and I'm like, wait. Now it's no, too good to be it's true. Too, it's way too good to be true. God dang it. It's always so, too good to be true. Yeah. Ideally, I would like to move to a Google Fiber City. Um, I hope they really start to expand um, because they, they their internet service is less than what I pay, and the speeds are just exponential how much faster they are. So That's crazy. Yep. Makes moving to, like, uh, uh, Nashville. Nashville's going to get Google Fiber and, and its metro areas. That's, yeah. So... That would be number one on the list, Dan. Move down there with my hockey team and have great internet. Great hockey team, great internet. Oh, and I, I was talking to our sister. I, I don't want to stay on the topic of internet for too long, but I was talking to our sister about their internet options, and I thought our internet options were bad. Theirs are worse? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, she They have three different options for plans. You can get five megs down. 15 megs down or 30 megs down. The 30 meg down one had a 250 gigabyte bandwidth cap. Uh, you can only connect a certain amount of devices to the to the wireless router that they provide you. Are you kidding me? No. Uh, the 15, was it 15 or 10 gigabyte one? The bandwidth cap was like 120 gigabytes, which in my household were regularly between 300 and 500 gigabytes downloaded. Um, but we we rely on uh, internet for our, most of our TV, hockey, Netflix, all the games I download, online gaming, Skype. Uh, we I mean we have two desktops, four tablets, a console, two Roku's. You know we have a ton of devices connected to the internet. So. That's horrifying. Yeah, uh, it was bad. I don't know what she they pay for it, but she's in uh, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. You know, since we've been doing this podcast, this, tonight's episode, I have uploaded two and a half gigabytes of data. Oh, just since since you moved there? No, no, no. T- tonight's episode, I have uploaded two and a half gigs. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that counts against your cap. It's 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 transfer. It's not Ugh. just download. Yikes. Yeah. Isn't that horrible? And that was just me uploading one one live stream on Twitch. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. Not to mention you download a game like what was Dying Lights download? I think it was 40, 40, 40 gigabytes. Gigs? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. So, anyway, that's enough internet talk. It's it's depressing. I don't know what to think about it. It's it's, it's a mess. Uh I think that's that's the next big fight over the I think that's going to be huge in the next election too. The what what's going to happen with the internet. You know what, Dan? 
I wish it was, but it's not. No, be. you're right. It's going to be the same old garbage. It's same old song and dance. I was yeah. talking to somebody about that today. Um, well, we don't need to get into that. No, it's, that's even more depressing. Yeah. I'm just going to go drink myself to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait because it's so fascinating to watch that stuff. It's a train wreck. You just can't look away. You can't you, look away. You just watch in horror. I just like watching the people who get super into it. All of that. Oh, we'll be doing our uh, Don't Vote 2016 campaign again. <laughs> or Vote Third Party 2016. Well, yeah, vote. That was, that was our thing. It doesn't matter who. Just vote Third Party. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, what was your answer, Corey? Uh, like I, I talked a little bit about, my, my answer was on uh, the same level as Travis's about uh, kids these days just not knowing a world where the answer wasn't at your fingertips yeah. to any question. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's really weird to think about. I, I can remember having a cell phone in high school. Um, I think I got my cell phone when I was 15, my first cell phone. But back then, it wasn't it wasn't that your cell phone could look up any answer. It was it was a like a a device you used to call people. And then like the next year, it was you could text, you know. Yeah. Um, and then there was Cha Cha, which you could text oh, Cha Cha yeah. a question. And they would text you back an answer. I was a cha-cha guide for a while. Yeah, it's not a bad gig, right? No, it's fine. I don't think I yeah. ended up making enough money to get a payout. But... Ever get a paycheck. Um, and then, you know, we got into the smartphones and stuff like that, the iPhone, and, and you actually had a browser, and you could ask Google questions and stuff like that. But yeah, it's really weird to think about. You know, I've never known what it's like to not have a smartphone. Well, there you go. My first Will's fo- young. Will's young enough. My first phone was an iPhone. How old were you? I was a little. I was a little older. I think maybe I was in ninth grade. So okay, it was. <laughs> I was old. Uh, I just never wanted a phone. So when I got a phone, yeah, I was real like, old. Will. <laughs> well, this is like my friends had phones in like fifth grade. That's nutty. And like I just didn't care. I had a friend. Uh, I went to high school and then to college with and he didn't have a cell phone till senior year of college which is funny because he carried around everybody's phone number on a little note card and just used everybody else's cell phone to call people that he needed to talk to that's fantastic what a guy yeah efficient yeah. good for him though yeah that's, you know that's pretty cool who wants to as nice as it is to, to be able to get in touch with people when, whenever you want it's also really nice to not let people get in touch with you whenever they want yeah i stand by that if ever i I don't you know if i'm out somewhere no one can contact me yeah you know i can't be bothered it's not like i'm going to get pulled over for texting while driving because it's not going to do me any good because i can't send it till i get somewhere where there's wi-fi so that's a good thing not that i did anyway I, i think maybe once i sent a text message while i was driving see i'm afraid i change music while i drive and like they would pull you over in a heartbeat and give yeah. you a ticket for that. Yeah. Because you'd just be accused of texting. But you, yeah, Will? you can have a burrito in one hand and a soda in the other. Dri- drive with, get pulled over. Drive with your knees. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Grilled stuffed burrito from Taco Bell. Yeah. You know, you start eating that and it's just all down your shirt. <laughs> Such a mess, but it's so good. Sucking on a Baja Blast. Yep. Not illegal at all. You can do that till the cows come home. <laughs> But if you pick up your cell phone and change the song, 
All right, well, what about you? Be number one. Kids these days. Oh, no, as I said, it was kind of an agreement with uh, not having, you know, technology at your fingertips to know everything. Yeah. Because as I said, like, I'm as I, quite a bit younger than you guys. Uh, it's weird to me to not have a computer with yeah. me at all times. Sometimes I wish I didn't. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Mine's a little bit along those lines. Uh, kids these days, I think, are going to have... Uh, a little trouble learning how to actually use computers. I'm kind of getting into this right now with my son. Using a mouse is a foreign thing to a to a young child. I know when you were younger, you picked it up no you know no problem, yeah. and he's kind of getting the hang of it. But uh, you know my my daughter, who's 14 months old, uses the iPad like a whiz. Opens the apps that she wants. Um, she's been able to do that since. That's crazy. 10 or 11 months old. That's insane. Uh, you know my son, who's almost four. Uh, uses a, an iPad or an iPhone or whatever, like a whiz, uh, second nature. But when, when when we sat him at the computer for the first time to try and show him how to use it, they want to go and touch touch the monitor because you know everything's a touch screen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so oh, that stuff works, Dan. Come on. <laughs> well, I know. Uh, but it, it's funny because I think we're confusing him now because you know for a while I had my computer upstairs, which has the traditional monitor. But when my wife got her new computer, it's an all-in-one and does have a touch screen. So now I think we're because he started to get the hang of using using a mouse. Now I think we're we're regressing a little bit to just using the touch screen. Um, he's kind of losing his practice with the mouse. You're gonna confuse the poor kid. I know exactly. Um, and then you know he's gonna be fine with it because because you know uh, he has a tech oriented parents, so yeah. uh, he'll get the hang of it. But I think that's uh, that's gonna be different for for kids when they. Well, that's interesting, though. Do you think the mouse disappears, though? Do you think it's all touchscreen? Uh, I don't know. I I just can't see you like maybe maybe for the younger generation, but I can't see myself get being able to get more stuff done with the touchscreen than than with a keyboard and mouse. I just think for productivity's sake, it's just faster to use a mouse, you know? Because yeah. like when 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 you have a a document on a screen or whatever. Uh, you know, if you have a good mouse, you can change the DPI settings. So you can almost have it to the point where you barely have to move your hand and the mouse zips across the screen, you know? Yeah. Uh, and if you're just doing all this fancy stuff with a touchscreen monitor, it's, I think it's a little slower. That's how so. I have it. I mean, my, my monitor's, uh, 32, 32, no, 20, not 32, I think it's 27, 20, 27. Yeah. And I mean, I go from corner to corner without barely moving my hand. Yeah. And so. once once you get the hang of that, it's hard to hard yeah. to do anything else. But then again, you know, they might try to phase out the the mouse at least. Well, and the thing is, is it's all user interface. I mean, if they come up with really compelling touchscreen controls for every app, yeah, you know, then what's the point of uh, the of the mouse? I think Windows Ten is trying to do that. And but like I said, with Windows, when my fired up my wife's Windows Eight computer, like with the touchscreen like it all made sense like i'm this is this works well it came you know? together yeah. it did it really came together and i had a light bulb moment like that's all, it worked so well windows 8 was meant for touch yeah it really was i mean i knew that going in but and i don't mind it on a standard computer but it's not, really yeah. meant for a touchscreen yeah i never really got all the hate with it Nah, me neither um, while we're on the topic of, of touchscreen stuff, uh, Tito popped in and had a question in the chat. What's up, Which Tito? Which te- cheap tablet should he get to dedicate as his Hearthstone playing machine? Tito, and I, I have... figured, Dan, you might have an opinion about this. I have the same question, by the way. Uh... And that's a great question because our cousin 
Chris, who has been on this podcast, has that exact same question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> see, I don't know what the requirements are specifically, but I would look at getting a Samsung Galaxy Tab. Uh, you can find those. My wife just got a Galaxy Tab Seven or Galaxy Tab Four Seven Inch, and I don't know if that can run it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll see if I can download it, run it on that. But that was like a hundred and fifty bucks. Okay, and it's uh-huh. really it's got a really nice screen. Uh, it's kind of on the small side. Um, if you're looking at get something bigger, look at the although it's not cheap, the Nexus Nine. Um, I think that's four hundred bucks. I really like my Nvidia Shield. It's three hundred bucks, um, but it you know it can do so much more than just be a uh, a Hearthstone playing machine, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know Tito has a, a a good Nvidia graphics card, so he would be able to use the game stream stuff on it too. Um, but yeah, I would look in the Gal- the Samsung Galaxy Tab stuff. There's there's stuff's pretty cheap. I think even the Galaxy Tab uh, uh, eight inch one is like two hundred bucks uh, for a Galaxy Tab four, which is is pretty good for for a quality device too. Um, there's certainly like cheap ones, but I wouldn't go. I would go with a you know a name brand, Samsung specifically. Um, and I'll also pop in here and say, because um, Tito was asking, he's taking a trip to Florida for a month for mm-hmm. work, um, and I think I think Apple you can you can return your stuff after a certain amount of time. Correct? Maybe you might be able to like rent an iPad. Yeah, maybe you just something. grab an iPad and then return it at the end of that month. Yeah, um, you can look at uh iPad minis you can find for like 200 bucks. We got my son an iPad mini for Christmas uh in like September for $200, which yeah. is a good deal for it. I would I would consider uh for a trip like that just finding something that you could just return at the end of it. Um but also for people who aren't um, on that sort of time constraint, just wait because uh, if you have like an iPhone or even an Android phone, uh, Hearthstone is coming to both this yeah. year. So yeah, just hold out a little bit longer. I know it's tough. I waited forever to, for it to come on to Android, but it, on Android tablet, but it finally did, and uh, my life has been different ever since. It's not. It works really well too. Uh, I know I played on the uh, iPad on our old iPad, iPad two. Mm-hmm. Uh, before it's a lot, it's a lot snappier on my like powerful tablet. So on my sure. Nvidia Shield. But yeah, uh, if you're looking for something cheap, I would go even a used uh, Galaxy Tab Seven, yeah. Galaxy Tab Four Seven. I mean, I, I still I use an old Xperia, the first Xperia tablet. Um, I'm gonna check right now what they're going for on Amazon. Uh, woot Woot dot com check there they always have cheap stuff even if you get like a an old nexus 7 or something it's kind of a small screen but much more expensive than i thought (laughs) the experience yeah first one the experience are expensive yikes well it's sony it's typical yeah overpriced yeah okay Mm -hmm. any thoughts I don't think so. Okay. So next week we're looking at maybe Monster Hunter 4 Evolve dual episode. Sure. Not sure on the day. Again, we'll try and let you know earlier in the week. And then, uh, again, um, you know, the day we actually record, we'll put Corey will put up the nice blog post. Uh, we're also looking for intros for to play before we play our, in, our opening music. So if you want to call us in and leave us a voicemail intro, we're we're recycling the ones that we got a while ago, but if you uh, if you want to call in and give us a give us an intro like like the one you heard today, uh, you can feel free to do so on yeah. our Google Voice line. Google Voice number, which is six 
You can also record it separate and like send it to us in in an email. I know that's how when Tito sends us a voicemail, that's how he does it. And the quality is a lot better, but it's a lot easier to just dial our voice number if you, if you want to do that. Uh, Facebook page is facebook.com slash thumbstick athletes. Our Twitter feed is twitter.com slash TS athletes or at capital T capital S athletes. Uh, thumbstickathletes.com is our website and you can email us at thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. Uh, if I can jump in here, Dan, yeah, I ahead. will post the question of the week tomorrow. Okay. Um, which I didn't, I didn't give, did I? No, no. Um, I'll figure it out and I'll, I'll post it tomorrow. Sounds good. At some point, we'll, we'll, we'll put uh, it on social media. Slash QOTW. We'll put it on social media too. It'll, and then uh, also, I talked about it at the top of the episode, but please check out the Thumbsick Athletes take over, takes over the world campaign. Uh, it, it would mean a lot to us to hit a lot more of those countries by our two hundredth episode, which is coming up in May. Can't believe it. Yeah, it's nutty. It is nutty. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts? Nay. Nah. Okay. I've only got one one thing I wanted to mention. Uh, if the audio sounds different for this episode, it's because I formatted the hard drive on my computer. I, well, I put a solid state drive in and, and cleared off the hard drive. It was running really slow. Uh, so I had to re-download everything, and I don't remember what my settings were. So if it sounds different, uh, you know, I think it sounds better now, actually. But if it sounds different, that's why. It's because I had to tinker. So hopefully I'll get it sounding like normal and whatnot. So yeah, that'll do it for episode 186 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. I'm Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four, five.